because I had to Google oh. some stuff and it's like, okay, what? I know the name Sonny Sumo. Why is he important? I had no idea who he was when he showed up. I mean, he showed up and then I, I was like, oh, cool, he's here. <laughs> that was that was just basically the gist of a lot of it for me. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like a bean in the mystery burrito that was this comic. Yeah, we should have the internet queued up and ready to go while to we're go. doing this. Every time I do pull up the internet on my computer, it like the, it just does not load. But I'll have the phone, so oh. we really want to do some searching. It'll be ready to go. Uh, with that, let's let's jump in. Welcome back, everybody, uh, our Infinity Gems, to another lovely edition of Infinity Content Comics Podcast. This is also what we're going to call a crossover episode. Yeah. So part, we're part one. Yeah, we're gonna part one, part something. I don't know. We're we're Summer gonna blockbuster event. Get ready. We're gonna be infecting the perfectly acceptable podcast. Uh, with what? <laughs> with our own content. Oh, okay. We're crossing over, and we're gonna make it you know completely unacceptable podcast. Just <laughs> three dudes just rambling on. The uh, anti podcast. The anti podcast. Embrace anti podcast. Embrace non cohesive structure. <laughs> Embrace no notes. <laughs> I totally didn't take any for this, which is terrible since, uh, before, well, I guess before I finish that sentence, uh, I'm, my name is Trevor and with me as always is our resident comic history expert, Roman. Hello. And, uh, anti-life, anti, <laughs> anti-something. I, you know, I didn't even come in prepared with like a good, clever like introduction for you like the last couple I've done. I don't know. I feel like my life so far has been anti-life equation. So if you were to, <laughs> if you were to introduce yourself in a comic theme way, Colton, how would you introduce yourself? Oh, my gosh. So what have I done? I've done Galactus. I've done Hydra. I mean, uh, Colton is. Colton is. Colton is. There you go. Uh, Wait, what was the guy? Turpin? Was he the, like... Dan e- Turpin? Yeah, like a Petri Dan dish. Yeah, I, I feel like that's... At some point, I, my dark side will come out. Uh, so here we are once together again. Uh, it's been a while, but we are here to talk about Final Crisis. Uh, this was the s- book selected by the Perfectly Simple podcast crew from the Comics Place for us to read. And they're going to be doing uh, the same thing that we are. We'll... While we'll be showing up on their stream as well, they'll be showing up on ours. So you're saying we're crossing streams? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, or like the next reboot of the Ghostbusters, <laughs> but with like t- worse humor. Uh, so Final Crisis, <laughs> the, the fun thing about this is, Roman, we were just talking with Roman. Roman, your book. <laughs> yeah, I have the, the soft cover compilation. The, the from, actual story. <laughs> I forget when it was. That's just the main Final Crisis series and a couple issues of Superman Beyond, a couple other issues, a couple issues of Batman, and that's it. These guys have these the tenth, tomes. The 10th <laughs> anniversary <laughs> omnibus editions, which are basically, would you say, 10 of your softback stacked? Yeah, about, more? yeah. Yeah, they, they yeah. qualify as, like, weightlifting gear, actually. It's a buddy lift. Uh, use, your, use your legs. Uh, good posture. <laughs> yeah, gotta, yeah, gotta get a spotter. Might need, I, might need a weight belt. Yeah, yeah. This, this is definitely a tool to, you know, if I was in a game of Clue, this would be the murder weapon that I would request to be on me. They would come at me with the lead pipe. I'm like, no, 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 no. Use this book. This is how I want to go. This will do the job quicker than a lead pipe. Yeah. It's so I, heavy. I mean, I read all this gigantic. stuff back in the day probably, but I don't remember there being so much Final Crisis. Yeah, I feel like yours is like an actual like concrete stories. Ours is like the fever dream this, before and after. Reading this book, I felt like I was in a crisis. It's like there is so much <laughs> happening going on. Roman, just real quick, can you read the what – uh, issues or the Final Crisis entails one last time? Yeah. Um, 
because so we're gonna is, we're gonna use that to help us. Yeah. <laughs> find so our so spots. the so the main story is Final Crisis one through seven, Superman Beyond one through one and two, Submit number one, and Batman number six eighty two and six eighty three. Okay. And apparently there's some story pages never before seen in a soft cover edition of Final Crisis. Oh, Ooh. I hope they're on this. <laughs> I, I, they better be. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll briefly gloss over some of the stuff in the Omnibus, too, because you said you read some of this, but we were both reading this, uh, Colton and I, and we were talking every now and then. We're like, what does this have to do with Final Crisis? Yeah, so, there's, <laughs> so, the so those hardcovers have, like, those issues of, what, Teen Titans with Teen the Titans? Titans where there's just some yeah, boss, boss it's, dark side it's stuff? It's, like, almost, almost half of the beginning of the omnibus is just Teen Titans focused. Uh, it has everything from young heroes, even the flat Wally West kids almost get abducted by, it, it starts out as vague nods to, to Apocalypse and Darkseid. I'm like, oh, it's just some dudes like referencing Darkseid. Is this kind of like they're taking the theme of Apocalypse and Darkseid and just kind of incorporating it? And then you get to where there's this whole underground fight club of all these kids that are being abducted and brainwashed. And I'm like, okay, so they're still like referencing Darkseid. There's even a dude named Boss Darkseid. Like, are they, like, did something happen where they're all paying tribute to these new gods and apocalyptic gods? And just like. But you don't also know how they got there either. You're just like, uh, so apparently, it, like, the world got destroyed? Well, that's like they were talking about. It. I'm like, are they actually the, the apocalyptic like, people or are they just people that are taking themes and mm -hmm. using them kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And then yeah, as Colt said, it, like, it's like, oh, they were they were actually them needing physical bodies because it's fourth world and they don't have physical mm -hmm. bodies. I feel yeah. like reading this, I felt weirdly humbled by it because I kept thinking, like, you know, I got a good like handle. I know what's going on in the DC universe. Like I have it, you know. I know I know there's like little side characters every once in a while in this giant panels. Uh, and then this made me realize I know nothing. Uh, <laughs> and that uh, there is a huge history of characters that I have. The same thing with the death of Superman, where like all like when the Justice League showed up, I'm like, who are any of you people? <laughs> yeah, with the Teen Titans stuff, I thought it was like very interesting. Some of the ones that showed up, like there was a Doom Patrol girl with like fire gloves. There was a girl that basically has rogue powers within the vicinity, and it's like, oh, I'm actually your secret like sister. We both oh, you found mean out. De death Touch Girl. Death Touch Girl, like. Yeah, uh, there's so much. Rose Rose Wilson was a badass. I love that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, Clock uh, King was a major badass. Yeah, Clock King. Oh yeah, yeah. He has like precog powers and stuff. Uh, whatever I've seen him, I mean, my interactions with that character were from the CW shows where he was in, like <laughs> an old dude with, like dying of an illness. It's like okay, like I mean, he's really smart. And then there was also the one time he shows up in a Green Arrow issue where he has like a clock contraption in the DC Rebirth and he's like, oh, do this, but it's not this one. But this one was like, wow, he's like a real, real beast, like super cool kind of thing. Like kind of kind of dumb design with the clock glasses clock that he's idea. got, but like. Yeah, I think would be a great so good. Uh, take on his character. He just has really, really effective time management. Like he has no other powers. He's just really good at making sure he gets everything done. And that's why he's able to just take over everything. Because everybody just thinks they're going to do all the things on their to-do list that he's <laughs> yeah. actually able to. He's able to get it done. Good time management. Just makes everybody else feel feel bad about <laughs> yeah. themselves. He's like, oh, he's so efficient. Uh, so, yeah, like, well, well, go ahead, go ahead. Well, how do we want to introduce – I mean, basically – I think what we're going to do is I'm just, I'm just kind of going through, like, some of the stuff before we hit, like, the actual story. Okay. And then we'll and then we'll okay. break into it. Just so we're gonna do kind about, of a prelude. To yeah, talk about what's going Grant on. Grant Morrison's Omnibus. Final Crisis. Mostly because yeah, we were both just like, what is happening in this 
Teen Titans thing. <laughs> but it was just really interesting because, yeah, you've got these characters that are apparently dark side. You've also got in the background some dude named Libra who was a one-time villain or something for the Justice League and then mm-hmm. kind Disappeared of... and then came back. He kind of expanded his yeah. consciousness into, like, nothingness and then it popped up in the fourth world and there's, like... Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, but then, evil. Yeah, then you he, they promoted him and then he's going back and trying to offer all these all these villains this like take out your take out your arch nemesis uh which he does to a point where some c-list d-list villain gets the opportunity to see martian manhunter die like weird stuff so it keeps back bouncing back and forth between that stuff <laughs> oh we haven't even got to the batman <laughs> amnesia jeez that yeah oh god is it amnesia or is it just like alt personality alt per- backup personality anyways the team type stuff was really interesting i was a like, cool aqua girls in here from uh tomasi and gleason or not tomasi and gleason but the one that gleason drew that i was really a big fan of where like sub diego the whole sub diego storyline but all the kids are getting brainwashed by granny goodness through all this stuff um and then eventually martian man or martian manor's niece ms martian yeah uh, rescues everybody by you know going undercover as some other hero and star spangled kid yeah and then breaks oh. breaks the uh, breaks the mind control on all of them but we were both talking about this and reading it and there's boss dark side who even has like a moment where this detective Dan Turpin comes to talk to him and then gets attacked by a bunch of evil kids and you see this kind of fo- overshadow of him as dark side like wow that's pretty intense and then cuts back to him, cuts back to mentioning that like I don't know like 20 issues happened. later yeah. they're like yeah he's dead Oh, like, okay. I was like, again, I, was like, I missed something. Like, I, I, like I, I actually flipped through it. Like, I flipped back through it and I flipped through it again just to determine if I had missed something that big. It, it was such a casual drop where they're just like, "Oh yeah, he's dead again" or something. Because like, I got the point where like heaven and like, like gods went to war and then like they lost and he like came to earth. I'm like, okay, I got that part, but he's dead again. I'm like, I thought he was the whole point of the final crisis. I was so confused in at no, the it's Clock King. <laughs> I mean, he did kill people with crazy clock, like blade spinning things. Like he killed Kanto and uh, not Calabac, uh Kanto and Desaad or something. He like wrecked people, and then like they just sliced through people like butter. But apparently, Rose, Rose Wilson, Wilson can catch them with her hands. Him, yeah. uh, yes. <laughs> then you've also got like the Libra stuff, the Teen Titan stuff. And then you know why not? Let's let's have a Batman. So this this all is supposed to help lead up to him going like his Batman going through time stuff. Yeah. Well, I think all this is leading up to Batman being out of play for the vast majority of Final Crisis, and then that then leads into a perfectly duplicate clone that never gets explained being created in the moment he gets blasted by Omega beams and going through time. But that, yeah. Yeah, no, let's not yeah. jump the gun. Uh, that just sounds confusing if you just say it like <laughs> so that. So just over this, like, this Batman thing, I, like, I mean, I would understand the stuff that happened at the end, but this kind of didn't really fit to me with the final crisis. I just like, whatever. But it did have... It's the, part of it. What are you talking about? It's I, all important. Every little it, bit. It did have <laughs> the second scariest Joker that I've seen next to the New 52 one with the double tongue like split thing. Uh, the, I'll have to find I'll flip through, but like just got a bullet in his head it, like later on yeah he like splits his tongue open metal yeah I'm oh just... yeah this gets into the bat grant morrison's yeah like, batman R. bring him back the oh yeah batman's right. and r and everything how could i have forgotten grant morrison <laughs> wrote this anyways like batman gets captured by some dude named dr hurt who's a might be his dad 
Maybe not. Like they keep referencing it, it might be his dad, but then it goes into this whole thing where he gives them he gives Batman weapons grade drugs and it causes like amnesia and everything else. And then Batman becomes a homeless junkie and then somehow subconsciously creates a new Batman persona named like Zuran R. Zuran R. Yeah, yeah. It's all bright and colorful. Oh god, I love he this stuff. He gave himself the Robin treatment. And he's like talking to Batmite <laughs> like as his like voice of reason and sanity. And, and I this like, I remember when this came out was it was so cool because we were thinking, oh, Grant Morrison somehow he's explaining the like Batman stories from the fifties with Zuran R and all this science fiction stuff as as being just Batman's delusion, but then later on in his run, he explains that no, this all really happened. <laughs> it's just it was, it's just wild. He just shows up and just like it's just terrifying. He's just some like literally just becomes some dude that now is just donning a bat costume. Show, <laughs> shows up and then it's what is it? Uh oh, I want to talk about this Jekyll and Hyde dude. That was weird. Uh <laughs> what? Yeah, I'll I'll get back to I'll get back to that. <laughs> okay. Uh but you got Batman fighting against like Joker's got the split tongue. Like yeah. that was pretty uh, messed up. He's re- he's really digging red and blood red and blood. Red and black as his aesthetic right now. Yeah. So here Bill so <laughs> he gets like knocked out cuz he's trying to save like his former oh, girlfriend. <laughs> but this this freaking scene it's him like trapped in a straitjacket buried on the ground in a coffin buried alive and then it goes on for him talking about uh, you know, like overcoming like this mental stuff, and it's just like, did I, you know, expect to like get weapons grade drug or whatever? Or it's like, where is it? Two thousand bones, five hundred major organs, sixty thousand miles of blood vessels. All, all it takes is time, days, months, years spent memorizing the infinite ways that are to hurt and break a man, preparing for all of them. This, I've escaped every conceivable death trap ten times, a dozen times. I can slow my breathing and metabolism to control panic and conserve air. Straight jackets, kindergarten, locks, two. Bench pressing a pine coffin lid through 600 pounds of loose soil that's filling my mouth, crushing my lungs flat and shredding my dehydrated muscles. That's harder, but far from impossible. And that's after he talks about the fact that he expected to get his memory wiped and came up with a backup consciousness and what ends up a nerve or whatever it was yeah. a, like a subconscious <laughs> batman to come and like that means safety mode how this is this is more metal than metal <laughs> yeah but yeah there's some dude named like jekyllin hyde who is a straight just a just a real creep so he's got this whole thing where where is it he gets like, he. I guess he looks like he looks like a normal dude. Like he shows up earlier and kills some dude, to like join this group. But he's got this whole thing. Yeah, he just looks like an, a normal short scientist. But then yeah, he's gets naked in front of him and then dresses up as Jekyll. So puts on a mask that slightly disfigures his face and he talks about like, oh, I'm a normal family man and doctor when I go home to my wife and kids. But like all these things that I want to do to them and every other person. So like I put on this mask and go do it other, other places I'm like real dark. And then I mean, his... yeah, that's like really healthy though. At least he like recognizes his kinks and like what he's got to do. And he redirects it to a more appropriate source. Yeah. But then he gets all mad because then Joker makes that his permanent face. He's like, Oh, this is what I wanted. But it's like, but that you see, that was your permanent face. Like, just in a metaphor. Like this yeah. is who I really am. Now you really are that, but yeah, it's fun watching some dude get naked and talk about his like uh, his like personal preferences for murder. 
What a good time. Uh, Trevor, do we need to talk about this later? No. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I see if I see you unbuttoning a shirt at any point, I'll make sure to leave the room. <laughs> Still talk about comments. <laughs> uh, there's still so much Teen Titans stuff in here and Titans stuff, Roman. Look, look at how much yeah, that book that, keeps that's going amazing. Back to it. Cause yeah, in the main Final Crisis stories in in my volume, they make like some passing references to these events with the Teen Titans and the Underground Club, the Dark Side Club, and everything, but. You know, you definitely get the impression. Yeah, that was kind of cool, but you don't need to read it. <laughs> I feel like, well, I for me, I felt like that was more tied to what was going on with Final Crisis than the Superman stuff. Oh. And, uh, that was important in the end because it it because came it, back. Know, apparently it was a second issue that uh, needed to be addressed. I guess before we jump in, because we do need to actually talk about the story, but I do really quick want to talk about this rogue story uh, <laughs> because holy crap, I couldn't stop talking to Colton about it. Uh, real quick. So, oh, it's Jeff Johns and yeah, uh, what's Scott Collins. Nice. Yeah, Impulse mm-hmm. is adversary uh, clone of Barty. Clone of Bart. Yeah, whatever his name is. Uh, what they call him? Inertia. Inertia. Yeah. yeah, who's like frozen oh. in time at a, as a statue in the Flash Museum, gets his speed back, and the Rogues are out to hunt him down because they were tricked into killing Bart by inertia. So they're mad because they got tricked by a Flash to kill a Flash. And they didn't want to break that rule. So then they go and are, like, this is our last, like, job, and then we're done. First they go up against new, like, replacements of them that Libra sent out for them with their equipment and gear. And it's just so intense because the thing I liked about the rogues was their whole, like, we have a rule, like, we follow our rule, like, don't kill, like, all this stuff. And they just completely disregard it for this. They're like, this is important enough for us to break the rule. And it's like heat wave versus heat wave. And it's like, I wonder if your suit can handle more heat and just keeps burning a dude alive. He's like, mine can. <laughs> like, they just don't have any regard for human life anymore. But then they, yeah, they track down, they track down Inertia, who is being trained by Hunter's Zolomon in this yeah. Yeah. to for reasons. We don't know. He wants to make him his little reverse Flash Junior. Yeah, because oh, he might be a, supposedly might be in a, a messenger for Darkseid, or is that what that was their intention? Uh, but then they begin fighting. The the rogues come up, and also it's the fact that the rogues don't have superpowers; they just have these guns, and they shouldn't be able to take down to do with super speed. And they 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 do not have any worry about going they, there's two speedsters they find out about like, let's go find out what's going on <laughs> I feel like any other villain like I'm not going to go up against a speedster unless I feel confident these dudes are just like yeah this is like we will Every take day. them down yeah. <laughs> like, it's, not, it's not their first rodeo it definitely is not there's an intense moment where like they start fighting they actually start winning and then Libra has Weather Wizard's kid and then Weather Wizard actually goes in to kill the guy and the kid, but then Inertia does it anyways, and then they kill Inertia. Yeah, so Inertia killed the kid. Yeah. I, You know, Jeff Johns, you know, lighthearted, always and forever. Listen, everybody goes through a phase. <laughs> I think he was mad about uh, something but, when he wrote oh that. Gosh, yeah, this rogue stuff was so good. It was, like, one of my favorite things. Anyways, all right. So you like baby killing. <laughs> <laughs> if you open up your book, let's figure out where we start. Well, mine starts with. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. All right, we got. got yeah, with I think Final Crisis number one. Final Crisis number one. Okay. With um, Darkseid falling from the heavens. Okay, so we got to figure out what that. Falling through time and space. Uh, oh, also that Geo Force versus. 
it's Deathstroke was so good. Find the one with all the weird stuff with all the monitors. With all the monitors? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I basically, you know, this is Grant Morrison, so if you're a fan of Grant Morrison, if you don't like Grant Morrison, I mean, this is big, cosmic, very involved. He's got all of DC history wrapped up in here, all of his Seven Soldiers of Victory and Batman stuff he was working on. Uh, go after uh, R.A.P. and you'll get to it. And, and it's very cool, but it's very convoluted, and I'm sure Jeff will get into this on on their podcast but uh watch some youtube videos there yeah yeah there and there's some stuff i guess that the artist jg jones and the main series didn't convey that morrison had in the script so that leads to some confusion okay and maybe just some stuff morrison himself wrote that nobody except morrison could figure out how to portray it (laughs) i figuring out how morrison portrays anything is a mystery to me yeah like in this very beginning i i didn't even realize until later that oh it's who it was falling through space and time. Oh, okay. I didn't know that either. Uh, yeah, you know the movie Arrival? I feel like that's yeah. just how Grant Morrison just thinks. He just thinks in, like, weird circle squiggles. <laughs> like, you know, you have to break the fourth dimension before you can understand the story. Yeah. It's huh. good. It's good. It's good, but Dang, I I've never, I I've never seen Arrival. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's great. It would be my, my reference point for teaching new people on the boat how to do tiramisu drizzle for chocolate. Like, te- treat yeah. every drizzle like it's the arrival and you're trying to communicate with an alien. What's, what's funny is my volume doesn't have... Somebody at my other job today asked me, how many pages is that? And there's no page numbers, there's no, there's page no contents. Not even in this omnibus. <laughs> I feel like that might have been a slight error for <laughs> something so large. A page number would have been... Yeah, nice. and does is the omnibus... I mean, they really should release an annotated version of this. Table of I feel like it would, I think it would just be like an entire another omnibus to have to explain. That's right. Okay, an annotated <laughs> companion to Final Crisis, yeah. like uh, they did from 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 Hell. My goodness. Uh, okay, so Dark Side's falling. We we got to that point. Oh, you did. Okay, so that's Final Crisis number number one, number and this one. is all kind of in the tradition of DC crises that started with uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. This was supposed to be the final crisis in what 2008, I think. Mm-hmm. That's like how uh, Superman died that one time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, never, in this beginning, we see uh, a figure falling through space and time, ends up crashing into a city. I didn't realize. I thought it was Orion of the New Gods because later we, the next body we see is Orion's. Mm-hmm. But it was actually Darkseid. Darkseid's. And then in my volume, we get the introduction of, of Lee Brothers, the basically the secret society of supervillains sitting around a table, and Libra's talking to them about... Um, his crime bible and how he's he's here to bounce the scales against the superheroes. Have you heard the good word of Darkseid? The good news. Spread the, spread the word. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so okay, yeah, because then they, they get real concerned because it's like, oh, this is a new god that's dead. Things shouldn't things shouldn't kill new gods. Because I remember like they had the big like chalk outline thing showing showing that happened. All right, there we are. All right, we're on the same page, Roman. Literally. We're on the same page now. Yep. All cool. right. Yeah, and introduces that stuff, and then we're we're back in the past. And Metron. With, with Anthro. Surfer. Yeah, Who? With, Anthro? This kid here with the, he's a, you know how they, DC in the 70s had Commandy, the last boy on Earth? Yeah. An- Anthro was basically the first boy on Earth. Okay. He was he was their. I did think Commandy when I first saw this person, but I was like, it must be just like a caveman person. Yeah, and later nope. on in the story, they meet, but just kind of this nice, like, first and last of human human time. That's kind of cool. I like that. 
Yeah. And Metron teaches him fire. So yeah, then Metron from the New God shows up and starts teaches him about fire. And then next we see uh, Vandal Savage's original caveman clan fighting Anthro's caveman clan, which is kind of cool just because it's all told just visually, and since none of them speak English or anything, there's just exclamation points and question, question marks mark and, squiggle mark. and squiggle marks <laughs> for, like, cursing, the equivalent of cursing, maybe. Yeah. Um, and Anthro kind of wins, saves the day because he's got fire. Yeah, and he becomes a big a big hero. Uh, so then, yeah, we get the so there's Dan Turpin. So is Dan Turpin like a comic book character? He he is. He's, He's a Jack Kirby creation from Jimmy Olsen or Superman back in the early 60s. Terrible Dan Turpin. Terrible Turpin is what they called him. He used to wear a bowler hat and always have a cigar. Yeah, switch cigarettes. Poor Turpin in this. Jeez. I love that he, you know, as he's trying to talk to Orion, Orion's trying to send this warning up and above just looming as like the black racer. Yeah. Watching. Yeah, yeah Turpin uh, finds Orion and a dumpster basically is fallen and can't get up. The black racer, who's the new god's version of death, is hovering nearby. I, just, I love his design. I, I love that it's yeah. a, a skier. <laughs> yeah. Well, why? Because <laughs> Kirby. I don't know. I guess I, I wish I'd been in, could hear Kirby's, Kirby's thoughts of why he thought, you know, I'm going to make my version of death be a guy on skis that skis through the solar system Hit the slopes <laughs> of life you know I, w- I wonder if well he also i think i'm pretty sure he also created silver surfer so i guess he was just like you know i did a surfing yeah, cosmic he guy time, yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah. listen surfing's easy but pizza french fries pizza <laughs> french fries oh well, i was just gonna say like maybe he just has really big like long feet like slender man feet <laughs> yeah yeah usually he's been portrayed as, as being a guy on skis this version looks like his, his feet, feet are just skis, skis. I'm down with it. I would like it. They need to expand on that more. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, ominous backgrounds, lightning storms, Turpin being a gumshoe detective walking around, and then you get the question, so this is R- Renee, Renee Montoya. Montoya. Yeah, when this came out, Montoya was the question. The original question had died, died of cancer or something, uh-huh. I think, because he was always smoking, too. Well, <laughs> well, how was he smoking when he had a no-face mask? Oh, wait, maybe he didn't smoke. I don't know. He died. Whole <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's back now, so it's okay. But now Renee Moynton is not with the question anymore, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, crime scene investigation with the Lanterns. The Guardians also step in. Yeah, they're freaking the F out since a uh, new god died and that's a big deal because when something happens to them reality kind of shifts and yeah. needs to settle again sometimes it can settle in really weird ways so then you've also got uh like moss and manos which i thought were just teen titans cartoon characters but they're actually comic book characters Who, who's that uh, Mossy Minos, they are right there. They have the plus and minus. Oh, okay. They're like speedsters, but they have to touch. Oh. Yeah. See, those I, are two I didn't know who they were because I, I haven't seen the cartoon. Oh, yeah. They're just like, they only spoke Spanish in the cartoon and were just hyperactive and crazy fast. It was like, interesting original creations here, but this, now they're here. For all I know, this may be their first appearance in comics. So many, so many people here. I mean, you got Dr. Light, who is still super creepy. And gross. I don't know if it's in the main story, but oh, yeah. Did you get any crisis? This, did you get to the Spectre part in it? Uh huh. Oh, I read all that. I don't know if it's in that, but <laughs> the Spectre showing up and killing Doctor Light. I don't know if it's in that one. No. Oh, he shows up while Doctor Light has some captives dressed up like Teen Titans, 
that he's a uh, female. female Teen Titans. Of course. Um, and <laughs> Spectre shows up and covers his body in wax, except for his head, and turns into a human candle <laughs> as punishment. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> Spectre is a... That's, so awesome. That's a reference to the 1970s Spectre series in Adventure Comics that was... Actually, they didn't put the comics code on it because he would punish villains by doing horrible things like that to him, like he turned one guy into a human candle yeah, and then and then lit the wick. They did that kind of with uh, in a lighter version from that DC 25th anniversary DVD set I have mm-hmm. with the Shazam story. There's one where it's it follows Jim Corrigan in like a Hollywood like filtered styled setting, and it's him as a specter, and he literally kills people in the worst ways. Like, oh, your money, your greed for money is this, so it just like surrounds them in a tornado of money that cuts them to death. Oh yeah, or yeah. like has a dude that was part of like an animatronics thing get killed by his own animatronics. Spectre, he's pretty. He has a good dry sense of humor. Very, very <laughs> ironic. <laughs> it's like I'm a comedian. Uh, a comedian? No. Uh, we've got, you know, yeah. So they're capturing people still, abducting them. Oh, they well, they just killed. Yeah, they Martian killed Martian Manhunter. Man yeah, they uh, cap a D-list villain uh, gets a little buff from Libra, and then they kidnap. A Martian Manhunter, and then they very brutally kill him in front of everybody. Yeah, Libra uh, has the group of villains. Well, it's not even like the the dude that wants revenge is the one that kills him. He's recording on a phone. Yeah, it's he's just, just recording have, on his flip yeah, phone. Yeah, he he didn't do it. He just got it. And I, and I love that Libra did that just to pr- show up the, all these other villains, especially Lex Luthor, that you know he can do what he says. Yeah, and you should join up with me. And I love the fact they brought back the Human Flame, who when he. Sh- these comics came out. He hadn't been in a comic book since like for like forty years, and yeah, we probably won't see him for another forty more. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. They're bringing a lot of people back though. Now. Uh, <laughs> so then, oh yeah, here's the. So it shows up in years too. Dan Turpin confronts Boss of Darkseid, and gets uh gets the oh, cutaway yeah. the cutaway treatment after before you know being attacked by little kids i just like how in they're in an office scene when uh turpin shows up to talk to boss dark side who's in total human form except for really red bloodshot eyes uh and he moves a curtain and he just has a bunch of spooky kids waiting it's like the worst game of hide and seek ever <laughs> they're just all waiting <laughs> yeah it's like those oh i can't remember those movies now but very spooky kid movies possessed kids this was confusing for me throughout the thing because Apparently, Boss Darkseid is Darkseid in human form, but yeah. later on, he disappears, yeah, he disappears. and, yeah, that, and Turpin my, is supposed Turpin to Turpin becomes it. Yeah, and Turpin becomes Darkseid. Like, yeah, so and that's they... the last time we see that iteration, and then we don't see any resolution. Yeah. We see spooky, zoom in on spooky yeah, kid eyes. Because you see Granny Goodness, and the other ones all die, and the Teen Titans and the Titans stuff, like, they blow up or get, like, cut into oh. pieces by clocking. Like, Granny Goodness clearly you see her get blown up and die but then you then that shows the concept because then she takes over and like infects one of the guardian lanterns yeah and corrupted them that's how yeah. they get past the green lanterns and stuff so just i guess at some point boss dark side just got out of his body but then i thought about reading it too because they said that they needed to get turpin to a certain point to finish the conversion of dark side before the body expired like they had to like get like the right oh. the right balance because they talk about why didn't you just do it to Batman he's like nah too strong will like you need to get like the good amount of will without resistance and you have to like flip the switch before it's too late because then the body will just 
bleh. So maybe that body that he was in previously expired, and they just did show it. Yeah, the boss was sick or something. Yeah. Okay, so I was one. So yeah, that's cool. I was wondering how, because in this main Final Crisis storyline, they don't tell you even in a footnote how the various gods fell to earth yeah ended up in these human forms like they all just kind of tagged along like i guess we're going uh new destination uh earth (laughs) yeah so and then you got the monitor stuff green lanterns locking down earth that monitor stuff i that was something that i felt like was a very time specific in the DC universe because i feel like i even like watched a youtube video one time they're like nobody really liked it so they just stopped doing it Except for the, or I guess this might be the introduction of, I could be wrong, this might be the introduction of the Morrison's or, Orrery of Worlds, um, which is still in play now in current DC storylines. So that um, was cool. I mean, though, I feel like they're going to bring it back more because they said they're looking for the monitor and the ancient monitor in current, like, Justice League comics. So we'll get a more, oh. a more easy to digest and easy to comprehend understanding of those characters. And then I feel like that's I think that's great that they can do that, and then then you can give those characters to Morrison to do crazy concepts with. But as long as we have a base understanding of yeah. what how they operate and function, that would be real nice. I am glad in this that they expanded the monitors, like gave them personalities and things. They even wrote that in the story that they didn't used to have feelings personalities. and personalities. But because when they first introduced the monitor and then the anti monitor, then they added other monitors mm-hmm. as a whole race. It yeah. felt like wow, these guys are just. DC's version of the Watchers. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought when I was reading this. But then, I don't know, with the New 52 stuff and then the current stuff, it sounds like there is only one monitor again. Maybe. Because the, Perpetu- the way Perpetua in the current comics is like, I'm making a monitor, an anti-monitor mm. to deal with this, and then a world forger. Like They yeah. all have specific functions. So maybe they will talk about more of them but the way they say it's like those were her three kids i do like that idea better that yeah because it Cause, makes yeah. it easier for readers yeah. to understand because yeah otherwise it's just it's too too, too much too unoriginal <laughs> yeah hey at least i don't know they got like kind of like these weird hair things yeah i do like their uh Pl- hair plugs hair plugs i don't know what don't know. it's not I, cornrows exactly i do like the watchers from marvel they're pretty great. They just freaking teleport in and just looming over everything. Yeah. Like to watch, like, something bad's about to Yeah, happen. and I like their giant baby heads. And yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about uh, Nick Fury being the new Watcher? Being the unseen? The unseen? I kind of like that. That was kind of a cool, satisfying... They, they ended up doing some cool stuff, with, especially in Exiles. You know, I, yeah. I, would, I miss the old classic Nick Bossy. Fury. Someday uh, yeah. I hope he somehow They don't even have comes his back. son in it anymore. Yeah, he once was, his series got canceled, he disappeared. disappeared. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm surprised they haven't wanted to use him. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we'll <laughs> keep keep moving along. So is this still... No, this is... So this is the future. So, the, so then, the yeah, we... Now. Well, that's interesting because, yeah, they show Anthro again. We assume in the past. We don't know when he's, he's with a stick in the dirt carved, you know, making this outline of this important symbol. And then we have a flash, and I wasn't sure if he just had, like, a glimpse of the future, maybe, with Commandy's oh, yeah. world after the great disaster, some untold time in the future. Well, it looks like he's there with him because... He does, and, yeah, I'm not sure... you see the two hands, like, yeah. coming up together. Yeah, and I'm not sure if that was one of those instances of J.G. Jones's artwork where he didn't make it clear visually what exactly is happening. I assumed... Anthro was just having a flash of the future, and Commandy was having a flash of the past, and they didn't actually like come yeah. into contact. Maybe. Yeah. 
because we don't see them actually have contact. And then the last panel is Anthro drawing this design on his face. That I thought about drawing on my face before I came in here. Yeah. You know, protect, my, <laughs> protect myself. Uh, yeah. And then we flash to Nixuutan, the, the monitor who got exiled in his new human body because he's been exiled from the monitors and stuck in a human body. See, that should have made sense to me when I read it the first time. Because I'm like, okay, someone's getting exiled. And then it just cut to this person. But then I was like, it's just like every other person. It didn't, it, it, it didn't make sense to me the first time like I read it. Or this time. Person, yeah. In like, fact, oh. it happened, and I thought it was the tattooed man. And I was like, wait a minute. And I went back. And I was like, oh, that's Nick Suta. Or I thought it was like my immediate assumption was because there was already new gods or apocalyptic people like in the bodies of other things. I'm like, is this just like an apocalyptic person that like knows like all the stuff but doesn't realize they're an apocalyptic person? Like, Is it going to be like one of those things like, I'm actually a bad guy. Oh, no. Uh, do you have the funeral of Martian Manhunter in that in that big story? Mm, Don't no. think so. All right, no. uh, super sad funeral. Everybody's really sad. Big, cool glass, like little uh, sharing some memories. Yeah, uh, coffin. Them. That's the word. Um, Martian Manhunter basically just like spreads his entire like being into basically everybody. Uh, so they all know his like entire history and the race of the people. Uh, Maybe should have cleared it with him before wow. he yeah. died. Cool. Uh, but yeah, so then there's like a whole like discussion about like maintaining the history of him. And I'm really glad for things like this because I know I am aware, like an information fact based level about how important he was and how human he was and how like human like how much emotion he gave to the Justice League. So it was really cool to actually see like a really strong reaction out of them when he died, like an entire issue discussing it. And it kind of still bleeds into the future comics how it was such a big deal that they did something like this. Yeah. Uh, you get some wrap-up to the clocking stuff with the underground thing. The static? static Sex Shock, it? yeah. Sex, yeah, sex Shock, shock was in it. That was a surprise badass. for us. Because was like, oh, yeah, I, like, I know he kind of had some DC stuff. Yeah, he's uh, slicing some dice on. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> clocking. <laughs> brutal. For kids, right? <laughs> uh, so then there's these... Sumo Japanese? Oh, the super super hero? young team or whatever. They're, yeah, I think I, that's what? Their name. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> as far as I know, this this was their first. Morrison introduced these characters in this series. I think I I didn't look them up, but Sun, Sunny Sumo had appeared before back in like Forever People in the seventies. I, I mean, I was under these. I, know, I mean, I've seen the Forever People kind of thing from like, the TV shows, but I don't remember Sonny Sumo being one. I was also well, he he wasn't one of them, but he just appeared, appeared like in, in one it. issue and then didn't appear again until like this series. I was <laughs> under the impression when they started this one, like, are these going to be like the versions of the new gods that are inhabiting human like people now? Like, is it going to yeah. be like a scale? But no, they're just there. They're just yeah, the new generation of Japanese superheroes, which I did like in this. They had in a a previously known older Japanese superhero, um, Rising Sun, who I think first appeared in the Super Friends mm -hmm. TV show and comic book. But it has him just like, like going off about, ah, these yeah, young, kid, dumb yeah, kid kids, kids, all they yeah. care about is celebrities, and they don't know how to be a superhero. There's a there's a <laughs> nuclear kid or something who's got a Green Lantern symbol on his back. I was like, what is happening? But Motherbox leads Mr. Terrific to them, who... May or may, like I don't know like that's where I was like I don't know if this is him inhabiting a body like Darkseid and the rest of the new gods or Apocalypse gods or is this just is this him I I was so confused oh except that yeah uh, not Mister Terrific that's um Shiloh Norman 
Uh, like not the, Mr. Terrific, the, sorry, the third Mr. Mr. Miracle. Miracle. Yeah, the third Mr. Miracle. Okay. Who who had his own series in the Morrison's previous Seven Soldiers of Victory? Okay. So I didn't know he, this continues his story here. I didn't know there were more than one Mr. Miracle. Yeah, there's actually been, well, three technically if you count the one Scott Free's mentor when he got to Earth. Mm-hmm. He met this old human escape artist that mentored him and okay. and gave him the costume and name Mr. Miracle. And then he died. Hmm. Or wait, no, he didn't die because he he was in an issue of Batman a few years ago. Yeah, because he was one of the guy, one of the many people around the Earth that trained Batman. <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, I feel like that kind of defeats the you know the one good thing about Mister Miracle then, because if anything, he can escape. Like his one, his one, his one big thing. I guess Batman can do it too now. <laughs> As an aside, there's like two of my favorite comics. Comics from my childhood were very couple issues of Brave and Bold at different like couple years apart where Batman and Mr. Miracle teamed up and the first one the cover has Batman and Mr. Miracle trying to outrun like a lava flow and and oh no trying to not trying to outrun it they're chained up upside down there's lava filling and they have to escape and the blurb was something like like the earth's two greatest escape artists how will they get out <laughs> and i was like wow and they look so cool together because mr miracle's so bright and batman's mm-hmm. so dark i was like this is really cool i would love to see a team up of them like more yeah outside they, of like what the only time i've seen them interact lately was right before metal started and like dark or metal the prelude to metal i don't even remember oh yeah because he talks about the the cosmic tuning rod or whatever yeah it's like I'm not helping you, Batman. Like, see ya. He pieces out. Yeah, they really should. I mean, it's just so cool, the stories where they just try and out-escape each other. Or, you know, it'd be really good if it was a story where, for some reason, Batman has to capture him, and it's just, like, Batman coming up with these, like, incredibly elaborate plans that he's super confident in, and he just keeps getting, like... <laughs> oh, like, real Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like it. He's, like, Wiley Coyote and Mr. Tr- Mr. Miracle's, like, Roadrunner. I could, I would, you know, I would take a six issue of that. <laughs> Just like the same like the same. day, all in the span of a day. Uh, so, Mother Box leads Mister Miracle to recruit Sunny Sumo for something, and it cuts away. And then you've got Dan Turpin on the Dan Turpin is losing himself. He's getting a little, a little angry. Yeah, he captured the Mad Hatter and really did a number yeah, on beat the crap out of him. And he's, yeah. So and then I guess to like get the like, information that he has to go to Bloodhaven to do something, solve solve something, something to do with the mystery of Orion. Yeah. Oh, and here I get one page here about Martian oh, Manhunter's death, yeah, or funeral, yeah. I I don't know what it is. Like this probably shows what dark, twisted person I am. I feel like they always do such a good job with those funerals. Is they always have like the best little like cameos of every little person in the background. They, they do. I mean, they did it on like the good Heroes in Crisis number one cover, but and they didn't I, really have I, a fan. They didn't really have a funeral after that. Oh, uh, and I had any crisis. I had like one of my favorite ones ever. You know, good stuff. Good. Yeah. You know, if DC can do anything well, it's uh, killing people off in the morning. You know who doesn't do a good funeral? Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, we really uh, like that. Uh, Scar- anyway, Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was she was a good lady. I like I like this page and how Superman says, "Well, I'll miss him and pray for a resurrection." And the main people in the foreground of the panel are all people that DC characters that have died and been resurrected. Oh, <laughs> Dixon also has been. Well, I don't. Well, I, from Wonder Woman. Well, from I guess Superman on. Superman, Mostly. Green, Green Arrow, Batman, Red Arrow, Flash. It, well, I guess this is probably Wally Flash and not Barry. Yeah, because yeah, because he still hasn't finished coming back yet. I, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. he rebirthed. Uh, rebirthed. Yeah. 
They do or they will. Well, I do like that Red Arrow was featured in like the main charter member, or not the charter member, but he was like one of the main seats at their Justice League table in one of the side issues of this. It was like, mm. good to see Roy getting some, you know, credit, but you know, it doesn't matter anymore. Nothing matters. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing matters. They'll, uh, they'll all be back. Well, I'm yeah, it'll be a while. Uh, so Libra still, you know, pitching his sales speech to all the villains, and then like super spooky, ominous thing where he puts his sh- hand around this uh, pyro dude's shoulder. He's like, "Let's talk about what you owe me for doing you that solid by killing Martian Manhunter." I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Uh, more investigation into the death of Orion. And then the Alpha Lanterns accuse Hal Jordan. They take him away. And who are the Alpha Lanterns? They are, they were normal lanterns, but then the Guardians, when they were real pieces of shit. When? Uh, I feel like throughout their time, they do a lot of uh, <laughs> they're better questionable now, things. Because uh, they're all dead. Yeah, and then that. all the ones that were like sentenced to guard uh, like the first lantern and were shut off from the rest of the universe came out like we'll be better than that and they've been slightly better than that kind of kind of kind of not i mean they keep telling hal jordan in the current comics it's okay to kill people which i get it's grant morrison but i'm still very confused at the justification for a lot of that i'm like doesn't feel very heroic for any of this stuff it feels very you know he'll, he'll just be parallax in the end yeah, anyways, but these ones, like, decide, like, we can't trust the Green Lanterns, but we need their, like, willpower, so they take yeah. lanterns, and they, like, basically scoop out the insides of these people like pumpkins. Wait, I just totally caught, like, some foreshadowing in this. Yeah. Huh. Uh, when Wonder Woman goes to reach for uh, the Alpha Lantern, there's Kirby dots where she's about to touch her on the shoulder, indicating that Granny Goodness is probably in her, if you uh, look at it. Oh. Yeah, nice. That is nice. Uh, so it's like, um, keep going back. Oh, go back. Okay. And then go oh. over. Yeah, see so right there? Look where she's about to grab her. There's Kirby dots coming off around where Wonder Woman yeah, is going to go touch her. There's never any other time that that Alpha Lantern has Kirby dots flowing off them. Nice catch. Yeah, the Alpha Lanterns were at the time the Guardians created them to kind of be the the special investigation cop force that was policing the green lanterns <laughs> yeah they were babysitters and they yeah they used to have human they used to be not ro- part robot they're like robot now manhunters they're like a mix between the manhunters yeah. and the green lanterns yeah the guardians just keep on making the same mistake yeah, over was, and over it's pretty messed up because they offered john stewart the opportunity to join them but they didn't know what it was they're like you six like you guys should take on this honor. And they're like, yeah, we're really excited to take on this honor. Like, we're gonna like, like get new rings, or whatever it was. And it was just a horrifying, like, panel by panel scene of them like getting turned into these things. I was like, ugh. I can't remember that from the Jeff Johns on the bus. Super messed up. Uh, yeah. So kidnap Batman gets kidnapped for Grant by Granny Granny Lantern, and then yeah, it's revealed that this alpha lantern granny goodness is inside him and batman and they and she kidnaps batman because he figures it out wait how does this work in timeline trevor with the r.i.p with batman being like hooked up to that machine what do you mean remember in r.o.p yeah uh, batman r.i.p where is this in the timeline then? Because we've already like had th- we've already had him go insane early in this. This takes oh. place after that. Is how I took it. 
But the reason why he's not there for the entire length of the comic is because he's in the machine. So this has to happen well, before. No, he got his he got his weapon grades amnesia drug thing happen. Okay. And then he got out of that, and then they said the then next, he gets captured again. Yeah. The, okay. The, the next mission you go on is gonna be the last one you're ever part of. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but speaking of timeline things, so then you've got Turpin just like willingly walks in on all this stuff. Commandi's here. Is he in here in uh, the? Yeah, he's right over here on. The oh yeah, page. yeah, Commandi's. So I'm like, when, when? One of the captured kids. How does timeline like... take place in this? Because thought you say he was from the future. I've always took it from the future. He is. He is. So yeah, I don't know. They don't explain that. So I don't know if it's is like. Is Grant Morrison writing this one? What's going? Yeah, on? Yeah, and see, <laughs> that's what I want to hear from Jeff because he's read the the original script, and I don't know if that's J.G. Jones just making a little clever joke there, or if that's part of the script. Yeah. Or... Uh, how that happened? You got some tiger men being made. They put. A- I love this that Simeon and Mokari are a couple other new gods, forever people characters, and the evil factory was something that from Jimmy Olsen that he's all smeared in. Super weird. And, and there's Batman you, in the machine. Yeah, that, that I didn't notice the first number of that. Like those are syringes going into his head. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Gosh. Uh, so you got Superman deals with an explosion, which. Injures Lois. Yeah, Clayface, Clayface I, showed Jimmy. up pretending I, to be Jimmy and caused an explosion on the Daily Planet. Are we sure that Lois isn't a metahuman? She is at, like, ground zero of an explosion, and she has not turned to goo. Mm. I, I don't know. I guess she's just a really strong woman. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I mean, well, maybe we'll find out in her new comic coming out next week. Yeah, and yeah, and this was cool that, you know, Libra was able to engineer this just to get at Superman's Superman. friends. Yeah. Uh, Flash, Jay Garrick are running around. They meet. They see R- Wally or Barry running after a bullet, running from the Black Racer. Uh, and this yeah. now this happened in two thousand eight. So this is before Flash Rebirth. So is this the story that inter- reintroduced Barry Allen to the DC universe, I or is Flash thought, Rebirth the I, story? I have it. I haven't read it yet. Flash Rebirth. I read Flash Rebirth when you got it from me as a gift. But I feel like that Flash Rebirth mostly just talked about him coming back. He was already like it was back. So this must have been okay. Okay. This, they, they this must have been what brought like him back. Okay, so him. Final Crisis is okay. That make okay. That's really cool too. Cyclical because Crisis on the Infinite Earths is how Barry Allen left the DC universe mm-hmm. was killed, and Final Crisis is how he comes back. It's, it's always a speedster involved. Yeah. Well, what do you guys have next? I have no evil. This next. is uh, all the rogues being total badasses. Oh, okay. And, Kill the crap out of inertia. Mine goes into this thing with the Frankenstein monster. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's, that's, where, that's where I'm at now. Re- oh, uh, Renee Matoya. Okay. Question with, yeah, Renee Matoya. Question. Frankenstein's, you know, helping out. She takes off her mask thing. Uh, so you got all the secret agencies. The, 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 the monitor dude talking about he might be crazy. Yeah, I guess fire. Because he keeps drawing super characters and stuff and thinks mm-hmm. there's. It's his subconscious glimpses into another reality. Oh, yeah, and the, and the Nazi Supergirl crashes lands. to Earth from somewhere. <laughs> you got the flashes all running after the bullet while running from the Black Racer. Three of them. Three of them, yeah. yeah. Like Jay Garrick recounting that. And then you've got, oh, yeah. Uh, Orion in time. Libra putting the mind control helmet on the fire dude. Oh, wait, where's that? Oh, on on the human yeah, plane, yeah. Like, oh, terrifying. I love the idea. It's such a Morrison Putting and Kirby idea. Well, those, but also just the whole idea of a bullet being a god killer bullet, bullet being yeah. fired backwards through time. So <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, and then you've got 
this, the, and the, I love the fact that the villains are in the the, 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 yeah, Legion, the Legion of Doom, of Doom skull thing. headquarters from the from great. the Super Friends cartoon because like that might be the first time that appeared in a DC I love it. canon comic. Uh, so you've got Superman gets an offer from a monitor. Oh my gosh! How Jordan's brought into custody. And that offer, when we go into that, Roman, I'm gonna need a sure to be my virgin. Yeah, because Lois is about. Yeah, Lois is in a coma, and apparently his heat vision is the only thing. He's giving heat massages to her heart to keep her alive. Yeah. That sounds so good. I I want some of that on my back. Yeah. Uh, And this monitor shows up to tell him how to save Lois. You've got something where, like, the Justice League calls in the draft to bring in a bunch of heroes that aren't normally part of the main Justice League. Mm. Aquaman gets the call, Supergirl, Black Canary, Green Arrow. Uh, Freddie Freeman, who apparently is, like, the Shazam right now. Yeah, at this time, I forget what happened to Billy Batson, but Freddie Freeman took the role of captain marvel slash shazam like yeah. billy who knows what was going on with billy because then also <laughs> I found think he's, out he's dead that's what they or like it's implied he's dead when he the later le- they just said he left to go somewhere and then i kept thinking during this whole thing when all the supermen were together that shazam was the billy right. but it was a billy from a different earth but yeah that's a different but world. i also thought that was really like well it's kind of nice that they considered shazam part of like the super people yeah yeah like, that was really cool nice. side note side note real quick roman do you think there should be as many Superman family members as there are Bat family members? They kind of had that going with Rebirth when they had Lana Lang, new Superman, mm. Keenan Kong. Yeah, and Lana they, was Superwoman. And yeah, they had like, and then they had John, and then they had Lex Luthor, and then Steel. But then they kind of just, after Rebirth, were just like, I feel like it's kind of see hard. you later. I feel like it's kind of hard to have that many super people flying around with that like power level they're not all that that, same power level though i know but like the idea like when you have somebody like the term super in front of their name that like they're kind of like a juggernaut character and if you have that many you know people in there it kind of like deviates from the power that superman has like in his weight of his presence if that makes sense yeah yeah it's like oh shit superman's here but if it's like oh hey there's like 30 different super people it doesn't matter if he's there or not because we have these people and that kind of creates like harder justifications for why those people wouldn't be there to save the day yeah 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 i I agree i prefer like the bat family being all costume people and stuff and with um but regular people but the superman family I, I, i prefer it be superman supergirl Crypto. I mean, they've kind of now teased Superboy. that. They've kind of teased that in Bendis's thing, where there might also be a, another Clark Kent child, a daughter. They had like a weird. He had a weird oh, out of right. body experience, and it, there was a daughter there. Yeah. And then they were teaming up with Zod. Uh, See, I'd prefer I, most of the Superman family be like, okay, the other ones are like Lois and Jimmy, and they're like ancillary, like not yeah actual like out boots on the ground. So I mean, you I, can have Steel I, in there, whoever's Steel nowadays. I, well, there's two. Yeah, there's Henry Irons and his niece. His daughter. See, his I agree yeah. with you. I like that, but I'm also going to be stubborn and say, no, they should also be, <laughs> like, as many. As long as, they, crypt, they as, long as Crypto's there, that's, that's well, all he's gonna. It sounds like he's going to be in the new Legion comic instead yeah. of – I'm so excited for Legion. Uh, yeah, they're going to keep cranking out Bat Family characters. There should at least be one super character added for every three that they keep cranking out for <laughs> Batman. Come on. Like more and more every every year. Yeah, anyway. We don't really need to see like Comet the Super Horse or anything. <laughs> oh no, I want that. Actually. <laughs> anyway, so the Forever People. So are we gonna call? Can we call this group for now? Where, where are we? Oh, 
these kids, these the, the, yeah, the super young team, the super young, super young team. team. <laughs> Excuse me, we are the super young yep. team. We're the answer to all your prayers. Oh my gosh! All right, I'm like what? Okay, this is like the least interesting thing for me. Uh, so you've got. I love these dog-sized Dalmatians. Yeah, they've got like results of mutating things. So one Roman's going around with some Amazon. Is or, that they're not even Amazon. they're 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 the um. I don't know if they call them this in this, but that's the Atomic Knights from an old, another, originally in the 50s, 60s, uh, another future DC era where radiation had destroyed everything, and that's why these Dalmatians are the size of horses, and these people in knight costumes ride them, because I guess, you know, steel knight armor protects you from radiation. Yeah. <laughs> so then, one of them faces off against Mary Marvel. Yep. That threw me off. Dominatrix Mary Marvel. Yeah, that's a whole thing. All in leather and everything. And she's super messed up evil, but then you yep. find out later when she gets turned back that, like, so something turned her, and then I, she got... She was life equationed? I, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Anti-life like, equation? Anti-life yeah, she equationed. got... She got her power... Because, like, from what I read at one point, she lost her powers, got her powers from Black Adam, and then got kidnapped by Darkseid, and then brainwashed, and this is her now. Yeah. Like, but, super yeah, messed up. I like the fight between them too because I like I just like how Wonder Woman blocks her punch and then the next panel, Wonder Woman's got her in a an actual like wrestling hold move on her arm and her hand. I was like, oh cool, that's yeah. actually like looks technically real. <laughs> but then uh, then things get real bad when Wonder Woman gets infected with with the anti-life virus anti-life virus disease well there was like multiple so there was multiple ways that this disease was yeah. spread through apparently Wonder Woman. Which they said would get everybody that was meta, mm-hmm. which asterisk, not everybody that was meta would get affected. There was also the helmets, which the brainwashed helmets, people. Yeah. And then my favorite through the internet, which when I saw this thing downloading and then you've got mail, I immediately thought of the AOL, you've got mail. And then just everything hits the fan. <laughs> I feel like you're missing one because there might have been one where the specter yelled. Well, that was, yeah, with the Kane side story where they used what that to, happened? like, I'm so confused. push that on. I, the Kane thing wasn't even there. I, d- I wasn't in there. I doubt it. I don't remember that. Oh, it was uh, a whole thing where Vandal Savage got the Spear of Destiny. He's actually Kane. He and got, he was, yeah, Kane from killed, Kane and Abel. Oh, and he, I remember those comics. They're yeah. not collected in my edition, oh, but yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're, like, dark and messed up. Because that really tied in with the Crime Bible stuff. I crime guess. Bible yeah. and then the Spectre and the Mercy. That was cool, though. Was I, cool. I liked the... Spectre being like the 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 new host of the Spectre was Renee Montoya's former like partner from mm-hmm. Gotham. Uh, yeah. I can't remember what his name was. But... I just feel like I just got very oh, uh, uh, yeah. the literal. That was yeah. Crispus Allen. Crispus Allen. Uh so yeah, they get infected, we see though, and everybody becomes BDSM like dog riding little cow killers. Ocean <laughs> Master, Batwoman, Evil, Dog Knight. Yeah, yeah it's very very everything interesting. looks like it has fins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, However, you did get the cool, uh, whatever is like Terra's older brother, Geoforce, Geo yeah, oh, versus so uh, Deathstroke. Good. Oh, yeah. See that? That's done. Yeah, this now, is great. Like, I, I love that. Mine goes from that right into Superman Beyond. Uh, quick over that because this is one of my favorite issues too. Is Geoforce is still mad at uh, at Deathstroke for being responsible for everything that happened to Terra, and apparently Geoforce now also has Terra's powers. He gets oh. them, but he Aren't confronts they the same powers. <laughs> No, his is like geothermal stuff, and hers is like rock manipulation. Oh, okay. So now he gets both, but he confronts Deathstroke in the city, 
to fight him. Then Deathstroke shoots him in the thigh and then talks trash to him. That's him, run- that's him running at him, and then like he instantly gets pierced oh, uh, with swords to a dumpster. Yeah, it's so good though, because yeah, he like is on a rock, and then Deathstroke is just snarky to him, like shoots him in the thigh, and he like crashes. Like pick somewhere that actually has your element in it, idiot. And then Geoforce's whole thing is like I like goes on like about his family history. It's like like we like I didn't just pick this place because like I planned this this is what my family does like in war and he picked the specific alley where his son died his son got his uh, throat, throat slit, slit. Oh, Jericho. Okay. Jericho so then yeah. yeah then Deathstroke does that thing where he just pushes him aside and then Geoforce has this whole moment he's like I can't beat him this way and then slits his own throat which causes Deathstroke to lose it and then technically he beats Deathstroke because of that because Deathstroke didn't get the satisfying like win like he wow. was powerless and didn't get the control so it's very very interesting <laughs> super intense so you got Superman stuff okay okay yeah okay we're here oh gosh this oh this is so Morrison <laughs> so Morrison I remember I when these two Superman Beyond issues came out I loved these issues they're so far out <laughs> <laughs> I. I was gonna lose it. So the mo- this monitor offers Superman the ability to save Lois by going on this mission with these other Superman plus Shazam plus Superman slash Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, and luckily this because time flows differently. We found out later that not only this this monitor tells Superman that, but somebody else, one of the Guardians or something, observes that the Earth has not has time compressed. So things are passing much quicker there than they are anywhere else. But this monitor takes Superman off and tells him that um, what they have to do can happen within within like a heartbeat or a few moments, so they can get back in time to save save Lois. Super convenient. They, she only has like moments. <laughs> they get on the ship, which is this the ship part right here where it's like the ship from Dark Knight's Metal? Mm-hmm. Like, it, like oh, it is that goes of, through the bleed. Of, yeah, yeah. It goes through the bleed. Lots of callouts to that. Uh, and yeah, this Superman from another Earth who. Seems more like a Doctor Manhattan than a Superman. He's even got the blue skin, the 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 atomic symbol on his forehead. He does like some real Doctor Manhattan stuff with his mind. Like he's even sitting like him. Yeah, Yeah. his mindset's very Doctor Manhattan. Like he's in multiple places except the present. He does like the big giant grabbing people. You've got also. uh, Yeah, Morrison playing with that before uh, DC was allowed to play with it again. (laughs) Yeah, geez, Morrison. Uh, It's it's all just concepts. Don't worry about it. Him and and Moore don't get along anyways. Yeah. Uh, Then you've also got. (laughs) What's his name? Ultraman is here, who's reluctantly yeah. teaming up with them. Yeah, very evil Ultraman. Of course, yeah, he's supposed he's to be, but super intense. Because this takes place. Oh wait, no, that's I'm thinking of the Bendis stuff where John went back in time, right? To the first time Ultraman met Superman. Uh, anyways, so they're all teaming up to deal with this thing. They find the one book that only a couple people can read. Well, that's empty, but also has everything in it. And they. I love so much stuff. I love what they go to Limbo and some of these characters. I mean, there's Ace the Bat Hound, and the spokesman for Limbo is Merry Man from the Inferior Five, which was a joke comic that was around for a while in the 60s, and which actually I think now in a couple months is coming back in some form. Um, And then, yeah, it gets him and Captain Marvel to Shazam Captain Marvel to uh, lift this. Book. This book that has everything ever written contained somehow in its super compressed pages, and only Superman and Captain Marvel can possibly lift it and turn the page and read it. <laughs> so then I got this part can really super confused. So after the after Billy kind of like gets amnesia or whatever, they're helping this monitor lady 
and then she sucks the blood from Overman or whatever the the Red Sun Superman, and it has like the teeth thing. She's like Mandrak lives, which we'll see later, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden like they're like you just attacked one of our teammates and she's like he lives and there's like oh no everything's cool like we're cool like don't worry about it like it just completely jumps past that like oh we're all still on the same side think mm-hmm. like you kind of almost Wait, made where? killed right uh here they're walking back to the ship and then they go inside and then she's like feasting on overman all oh, right the nazi superman I mean, he's a Nazi, you know. And then just, but he was being super helpful. Well, yeah, he was he was reluctant. He had, and he went on questing for his, his cousin. Yeah, he was like missing. But yeah, then she like kind of maybe murders him, kind of murders him. But it's like looks like because she's a she's very evil. She's a vampire monitor, (laughs) which just like came out of nowhere. (laughs) So then Ultraman gets his thing. They, the the book page. Yeah, Yeah, because it turns out she's. Just like people are working for Darkseid, she's actually serving this rogue monitor, monitor person, Mandrak. But then she's, like, good again. No, she's just letting everybody know what's up, you know? Just a little update, 411. Yeah, like, she's evil. Like she's all, like, hooked up into this machine. But then she's like, like, I need you all to help me. I was, like, so confused by this. I was like, are you good? Are you evil? I, I mean, think she's just corrupted. Let's go with that. Yeah. She's just been there. She shouldn't have been there. Wrong place, wrong time. Uh, Doctor Manhattan takes Ultraman and Superman and does what any child does with his favorite action figures and smashes them together. Oh, see, that's what it was. She had to get Ult- Overman's blood because we see him in Superman Beyond issue two. He's still alive, but she needed his blood to repair the ship that travels through the bleed. Because here we have Billy Batson explaining that. Though it does seem like, yeah, she could have just asked. I know. <laughs> you know, somebody could have just cut it. What was the point of that? She had to attack him. <laughs> big twist there. But then apparently Billy, even young Billy's still super capable and pretty awesome. He's like, I'm a reporter for Wiz. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty smart for my age. I'm like, well, I'm Billy. I'm so excited you're going to be in the new, brought into the main DC universe to only be you corrupted. Only get, like a little uh, tussle on the head. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, the new Jeff Johns stuff going right now for his Shazam is so good and then they and I'm excited for this Batman who laughs like superheroes getting corrupted but I can't believe they announced Shazam's being brought into the main DC universe again because it's felt like Jeff John's current run feels separated they announced that they're bringing Shazam in followed by another article meet the first villain corrupted by the Batman who laughs the Shazam who laughs oh Oh, jeez come on he's like so this is like a kid like people kids (laughs) It's yeah. fun and it's good. Like, why did you do it? Like, it's like initiation. Yeah, for... the poor kid. He's gonna end up like the the Billy in uh, Kingdom Come, where he's just all yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> messed up. Like, it's an initiation. Like, you can join the main D- DC universe again, but you got to take your lumps. You got to get dark and like broody. Dark, gritty, yep. Yeah, dark yeah. gritty. Like, uh, you weren't there for metal, so we're gonna just uh, have to go to a little mini uh, metal oh, event. I know you got to make up for lost time. I do like in this that it's this particular Shazam, Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. He's from. One of the other fifty-two. He's from Earth Five, uh-huh. where it's they have the Marvel family, but they're the lighter kind of Golden Age versions, where it's light and goofy and silly. I like that. And he and he's big. I mean, he's actually a little bulkier and bigger than Superman. Yeah, I'm really digging Shazam lately. Pretty yeah, badass. Uh, so now Superman's in a Megazord mecha thing. Yeah, that can 
you know, fidget spin universes in his hands. It would be nice if he would have made them like do a fusion dance before he mashed them together. Dragon Ball Z stuff. Yep. I mean, nothing. Earrings against, on. Nothing against Ultraman, who also is part of this fusion, but doesn't get his logo on it. It's just straight up Superman still. It's just like the Superman logo, but still pointing at his face. <laughs> yeah, a thought robot. Oh, God, I love that description. A thought robot could counter any threat. I feel like though, if you like take like a nice person and a mean person, you balance. You just get like a boring, like nobody. I don't know. Apparently I, not though. You get you get Christmas robot. This is Morrison still. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just like. What are, why aren't you getting? <laughs> I'm just like blown away because there's stuff like this, and I just think like also reading the current Greenland, I'm like every time I think that dude's concepts like can't get bigger and crazier and wilder, <laughs> it just keeps getting bigger, crazier, and wilder. Just buckle up, take another uh, hit of acid. And keep I know. Going. It, just like, it really does, and it's fun reading interviews and stuff with him because when he talks about, I mean, all of his ideas and stuff, it's he tries to base everything and think like Jack Kirby did and just how crazy and wild can I get sticking with like the, the core awesomeness of these characters. I mean, I just like, it's like the whole thing where you like, you're not supposed to stare at something or you'll go mad kind of thing. Like, yeah. If you say like, like the same word over and over and over, you'll just like, not I feel like I'm trying to stare at it. And I'm going crazy. Yeah. That's the thing. You don't want to like think about any of these concepts too much or you start to start going yeah, nuts. Yeah. <laughs> gets whatever but yeah so then mecha superman arrives to the the ori being corrupted by mandrak who's like so the monitors can also become vampires like they never even explain why he became a vampire he's just he's yeah, just beating on the just the a rot. vampire and that's now. one of those morrison things he's like yeah don't worry about it yeah don't worry about <laughs> it's, it's it just, yeah, it's exactly. just bad news yeah, don't think about bad it. news gotta deal and with it <laughs> then he gets like full-on mandrak vampire so i this isn't the first time i've seen this character they, for me, my first inter- interaction with this character was from the DC New Age of Heroes Unexpected comic, because he oh. was the main villain for it. Like the whole, the whole advertising for that series, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna. These are all new characters, oh. and we're gonna explore their place in the DC universe and how they're actually tied to a lot of the crisis events that have happened throughout the comics." I had no idea how any of them were tied to any of it, especially when they killed half or half the team in the first issue. And didn't bring him back. It wasn't like, expected. Uh, yeah, it was unexpected. <laughs> I was like, okay, you killed the two most interesting characters off right away. Okay, well, whatever. So then you keep going, and then, yeah, eventually you find out that this dude has been manipulating this dude from Ran, a guy that was, like, would eat the souls of other people, who was a part of, like, I guess, Adam Strange and Hawkman stuff, from what I read. And then he was being manipulated by Mandrak. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then it went in to explain how he's tied to the unexpected stuff and how the unexpected stuff was born because of everything from Mandrake. That's interesting. And then, yeah, it canceled. Oh. Uh, but cool. Like, he's like a weird vampire. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know they brought Mandrake e- back. Evil monitor. Yeah, it was cool. It was a pretty intense, like, two-issue fight thing. I was, pr- I was pretty down with it. Uh, apparently, Mecha Superman bleeds. That, yep. was, that was interesting. Yep. I didn't know that. Uh, they keep fighting. It's just, I mean, it, it seems like an episode of Power Rangers at this point, these two giant like, things fighting. <laughs> I wish they had, like, little, like, you know, like, see, like, a little Ultraman and a little Superman inside the mech. Like, they have, like, a controller. They have, like, team up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pilot it. But they eventually stop him, and he gets dropped somewhere. They take the, they take the vial of blood, whatever bleed. he had. Bleed. Yeah. 
and then they go back and fix everything else but Mandrax back and he corrupts Ultraman into a vampire yeah which yeah, it looks like yeah, it turns him into my vampire Superman. Which Is that never ever? gets paid off. Okay, anymore. all right. Just want to make sure. Yeah, I don't think we do. <laughs> and then Superman <laughs> takes that thing that he stole, the capsule of red stuff that apparently can't go anywhere. But in his body. But if he But it can be mouth. contained in yeah, yeah Superman's so body. And then he gives it to Lois and it brings her back to life. Yep. Talk, talk about it, like some tongue. That's some serious <laughs> tongue action. And I love as he they did this little nod to like cheesy like silver age comics where the last panel is clark's leaving her hospital room he he like there's a close-up of his face and he winks at the audience <laughs> so, so cheesy so cheesy good. i love what's in here cheesy good oh, oh and i love so, the, oh no, no, go ahead, oh go and ahead. i love the fact that what soup what mecca superman because he carved on like a headstone in in still within the bleed or the or oh, wherever I they are that. he carved on this headstone let me find it oh it's, it's cool it's cool oh i see the headstone right here yeah uh, he walks up to a headstone. Yeah, he walks up to the headstone. Mandrak asked what words I'd have inscribed on my tombstone. Only these. Let them be a warning. And then we see at the end of this particular story, this this issue, the words Superman, Mecha Superman card in there was to be continued. I was like, oh my gosh. That's, pretty That's so awesome for just big comic comics lore everywhere. Love it. <laughs> uh, well, I guess so. I got to find out where the next is because oh, we have a we have a big jump. Yeah, through the entire okay. Because you have a bunch of stuff and yeah, we had all the Legion of Superheroes oh, stuff, which I really love. I did too. Back in because my volume goes straight to Black Lightning. That was very brain melting too. Oh, oh, that far. Super okay. Good. Uh, yeah, that was the Jeff Johns Legion stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so cool. I love the Legion. Was it the Legion of Three Worlds or was it? Yeah, the Legion. Legion there they called okay. it like the Legion of Three Worlds to help yeah. fight. Superboy Prime. I like how they yeah, everybody name is Lass or Lad. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Matter Eater Lad, Cosmic Lad. Uh, I well, I watched the animated show or movie that just came out where they focused on Jessica Cruz, but they also focused on Starboy, mm-hmm. which also showed up in here yeah. as like a thing. So he's like trapped in the past, and they still yeah. like talk about his mental thing. He's just eating cheeseburgers. Like I gotta save the world. And he's like, give me everything I can to save the world, and I'll take a cheeseburger. I'm like, I love this guy. Like, so sweet. And I love his costume design. Yeah, uh, so he was I th- great. Um, I know we talked about it a little bit, but I think it get, doesn't get covered in uh, Roman's book. But um, we get a little bit of Libra backstory yeah, after the Legion, uh, where he goes from being a uh, B-list to really like the stars, and uh, you know, like in his horoscope. Yeah, he like gets gets bit too big, and then just like phases through the space station, and then just materializes into the universe and then metron is like hey i'm not a bad guy but actually i'm gonna help give you to dark side yeah on a platter so i guess he is a bad guy uh and then dark side takes so many goods from that dark side good good and then he becomes an agent of dark side yeah it's a cool new costume update oh my gosh all right roman we're still not with- oh here we here's where we get all the specter crime bible stuff Oh, cool. uh, there's your uh, Dr. Light yeah. candle oh. action where oh, yeah. like, here's him being uh, yeah, I got it right here. Yeah, here's him up. being very creepy to some females and uh, making them act like yeah. the uh, Teen Titans that he wants to do uh, I'm raid our things to. Yeah, I'm really surprised because you read all of Heroes in Crisis, right, Roman? Yeah. That they're, So they have the female Dr. Light who's been a hero. Yeah. I was, I'm very surprised that they 
well, it's cool that they brought her back, but it was like, also, wow, I can't believe they brought that up. She's like, I use his name. That's pretty messed up. And I'm like, yeah, why do you use yeah. his name? Like, I mean, geez, he was the whole, be- like, wasn't behind identity crisis? Cause, yeah. Because he raped. So it makes me very Palmer's curious. So what, yeah. What is, the, what is the reasoning for this lady to be doctor, the new doctor? Like, Yeah. I mean, you could at least come, uh, Dr. Foster. Yeah. Well, not Dr. Foster. So that's a Batman. But she's villain. also dressed the same as him. Yeah. She always has the same costume. Oh, Okay. Uh, so yeah, this racist pedophile. So rapist Vandal pedophile. Savage becomes Kane, but like it's almost like Kane is. I version. I don't think about it. I can't. It's like there's a lot of like very literal Bible stuff. Like but no it's also long, like he, how is this all actually real Bible stuff? If he it's so accurate. No longer refers to himself as Vandal Savage, or like talks like he has any awareness that he was Vandal Savage. It's like almost like there was a another personality in his body that took over that was Kane. Or you know that like well it, it kind of implied I feel like that since he was one of the OG, like, people, that he, like, committed a murder then, mm-hmm. and that, like, it's just a different name for him, but he still fills the same niche for that prophecy. Yeah. I just can't think about it too much because, like, if I try to, like, add new gods and then, like, Catholic-esque, uh, like, Spectre and Mercy or whatever her name is, mm-hmm. like, it just kind of makes my head explode. Um, but it's all really good interesting stuff. and good. Uh, you've got Checkmate ran by Mr. Terrific, you know, dealing with the fallout and the crisis, and he's got some dude named Snapper Carr, who I was under the impression was a Superman, Supergirl character. No, no maybe, he was the... Maybe it's because I saw the CW Supergirl show, and he's like a really crotchety oh. old, like, reporter okay. guy who hates Kara Danvers. Yeah. But in this... No, he, in the comics, he was originally... Um, he was, was he like a guy that hung out at their base for the original Justice League and, he like, was fixed the, stuff? He was the Justice League's non-powered, originally teenage... Like sidekick, boy, yeah, mascot, and hung out thing, but kind of like Johnny Thunder was with the JSA, yeah, except without appa- the magic. But apparently, he's got powers now because he can teleport. Oh, well, I think, I think something we haven't like. Yeah, at some point they gave him. Like he snaps and he teleports. Yeah, they gave him yeah. teleport tower because he was always snapping. That's why they call mm-hmm. him Snapper Car, but he couldn't do anything. Uh, at this point in the comic, uh, Earth has been two thirds, three quarters taken over yeah. by the anti-life equation. There's people mm, out yeah. there uh, mumbling things about like. Stress divided by anger, yeah, multiplied by frustration. It's getting real yeah. weird. Uh, yeah, so you get there. Well, so Snapper's just like trying to get supplies, fend for stuff. He has sex with Cheetah at some point, like because that that happened. Meow. <laughs> and then that caused him because he got out of his containment suit, he couldn't use his powers anymore. I was like, interesting. Uh, so yeah, then we get a tattooed man team up. With yeah, and then we get the issue Black submit. Lightning. So Earth is on complete lockdown and being sucked down a black hole. Yeah, black lightning. Yeah, you this know, week. Teaching some tattooed man. Some yeah, we got some interesting. Uh, the art on this one I wasn't thrilled with, but yeah. this issue. But they've got some interesting interactions with black lightning and, and tattooed man just about being on just both people, regular people, but on different sides of the law. Because yeah. tattooed man isn't just a dumb supervillain. And I don't know when this guy turned up as Tattooed Man because the Tattooed Man I remember like is white, not this guy. <laughs> white guy that used to be like a sailor or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like fought against the Green Lantern. Yeah. This is like a new dude. But like, I mean, it's super interesting. And then his kid, you know, screws things over and gets Black Lightning captured and corrupted. Uh, yeah, which motivates this Tattooed Man to get Black Lightning's message to the Justice League. Yeah, and they he tran- risk- transmits a... Uh, what you call it on him? Uh, the circuit. The circuit that keeps him protected. 
Yeah, and it looks like it, it looks like a sigil. I mean, but it's a mm-hmm. big sigil like covering Tattoo Man's uh, face and and face and head and his torso. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so you got the Ray. He's doing some stuff. He did some awesome stuff. Yeah, teleporting around. He's also doing like supply runs kind of thing. Had some good dialogue here with between Tattoo Man and Green Arrow again, talking about like the class divisions and Green Arrow's. Yeah. You know, he's been such a knee jerk liberal. And in I, this, I love it. Just I love how. Yeah, yeah, I loved how Tattoo Man called him out on some stuff, and but except. Ollie is still like, yeah, well, <laughs> you're scum. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Uh, you got the battle zone, like, oh, some Easter eggs. Doom Patrol, I think, is yep. one of the people. The Doom Patrol of the time, Negative Woman, and I forget his name, and the guy in the green cape, and various like soldiers of so, Checkmate. Yeah, and Atomic Knights. Oh, and Mr. Bones is. Mr. Bones, one what's, his, there. what's his deal? Because he, he was in, she's in charge of DEO right yeah, now. Yeah, he was comics? in charge of D, the DEO and was back in the eighties. And so here. is he like a bad guy um, or a good guy? Like he's, he, he came across as like he's, in D, in the new stuff. It seems like he was a former bad guy that got brought on. I didn't know he was already a DEO person, but he kind of just took over in the newer stuff. Is like I'm the new DEO director. I'm like, okay, like so is he like bad or good I, f- I forget his origin but i think originally he was maybe either a he definitely has hero bad villain, guy but there's definitely he a, has bad guy tendencies to say yeah. things that are evil but he definitely has like a lot of compassion and empathy to his employees yeah he's most, he's mostly a good guy but he's done some bad stuff in the past and maybe still occasionally does some bad stuff when but was, in the service of the greater good supposedly when was the last thing you read with him the last thing i read with Mr. Bones? Yeah. The event Leviathan thing. Oh, okay, because uh, he came up in New 52 Batwoman, and they totally flipped his character. Really? And he, he was really cool because he was the head of it, and she was kind of like a reluctant agent. And they did this weird thing at the end where they like hinted that he might be her brother. Oh. Uh, but then he was born all bony and gross, and then he had this weird like obsession with the... like. Uh, her father, Batwoman's father, and then like made himself believe that he was the like her like brother, and that was his motivation. I was like, I was really weak and pigeonholed at the very last second to like make this like weird like mm. motive that didn't seem really organic at all because like that's his entire life. He just saw a guy and was like, Daddy, <laughs> but <I'm> Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so some guys get... better handle in Leviathan, hopefully. <laughs> so we get to check in on Dan Turpin. Uh, and also Calabac, who's now a tiger man. I love yep, it. they grew ty- Calabac a new body in the yep. evil factory and put him in it. <laughs> they, want, they wanted to give him a specific body that would, you know, handle his primal anger and fury. Yeah, so, and, and that's kind of the, these tiger-like guys and stuff are from the Commandi series, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Dan Turpin's not looking good. Oh, my, poor Dan. Yeah, he just keeps getting worse. You get... Some more checkmate stuff. Some checking on where all the Justice League members and roster people are at. Like status updates. You got yeah. Freddie Freeman trying to convince Black Adam to help him. Yeah, and it uh, turns out that Mr. Terrific's heading up over in Switzerland. They've got a. They've got. I think they mentioned seven outposts still around the world that aren't. Corrupted. That haven't been taken over by the anti anti life virus. So they're trying to form. Organize the resistance. Mm-hmm. You've got Barry and Wally reuniting and teaming up to try to go deal with some stuff uh, after getting attacked by Wonder Woman and her 
BDS Amazons. Yeah, kind of the Furies. Yeah, yeah, kind of Morrison's version of the female Furies. Are they actually like? Are they inhabited by the Furies? Do they ever specify that at all? No, no, they're just corrupted. Yeah, they're just corrupted. That woman kind of. It was also very interesting because they look at Batwoman. She kind of looks like that one with the green hair. Yeah, they also is very interesting because Catwoman looks like the one with all the straps on her. Lashina. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I don't know. They also showed up in the Kane the Kane storyline with the the crime bible, but they didn't look like that. And they were also like there. Uh, Then you've got. The la- one of the last safety zones for Green Arrow and the gang get like overrun. They try to save some time to let some people escape, and Green Arrow unfortunately gets corrupted. Poor Green Arrow. There's uh, a, there's a nice shot here with right before Green Arrow goes off on his own to defend them. Um, the artist made a nod here to Neil Adams stories where you see Green Arrow's in moments of intensity. You see his pupils like show up through his domino mask. Oh yeah, I've really seen that before. That. Yeah, cool. Yeah, like sp- like that happened to Spider Man once, and that's really kind of cool. When he caught the burglar, it killed his Uncle Ben. Oh, I never even thought about that. Uh, so now they're back up in the watchtower, like facing everything, and then oh my gosh, this Dan Turpin stuff. So yeah, he's still resisting. So he's still resisting. He's like, kiss my ass, uh, and then they they're like, hurry, put the helmet on him, and they're like, all right, give us a thumbs up. If you want, like, one thing or a thumbs down to summon a day, the Holocaust will never end. <laughs> and, like, it, then it cuts away from him, but it's, like, this whole thing, like, yeah, he's still resisting, still resisting, even when they put the helmet on him. More people are getting infected. Uh, it's, like, cutting away to all these different things happening in other places. It's like, Mr. Miracle shows up to where Mr. Terrific is and gets shot. And then you finally get, like, this intense, like, dark, cynical monologue and then just that in thumbs down like he's he's Dan Turpin yep. is gone now he's dark side oh jeez and it's so, like it looks like a reluctant like yeah his down. eyes look sad yeah even though they're all red and everything it's like the last there's fading resistance such great dramatic emotional moments because in, in between all that there's a uh, Barry reunites with Iris, Iris yeah and, and she's been one. infected her eyes are all red and she runs away oh because she's been watching TV the dark side symbols on there. Kiss brings her back. Lightning but yeah, and, and Barry has no hesitation in kissing her and the Speed Force like wipes out the virus. Man, Speed Force does so many things. I can do whatever yeah. you want to. So, appara- <laughs> so apparently the Speed Force, the, the Is flashes. Is the life equation or yeah. the life equation? The positive life the Yeah. <laughs> the life equation from the last time I remember was but in like, Kyle Rayner. I was going to say, what if like the White Lanterns <laughs> came? Would that be like anti? No, no, no. Yeah, okay. that was later. Yeah, that comes later. <laughs> oh, okay. We don't I jumped the gun. Yeah. That, I mean, that's Naomi business now. <laughs> <laughs> that's something else. Uh, meanwhile, Hal Jordan's on trial, and then you know the the gang comes and calls out the Alpha Lanterns for being corrupted, and then Lanterns fight, and then they take down whatever her name was, uh, Kraken. Granny goodness. Granny Kraken, who is inside Kraken. Uh, yeah. Then you go to OMAC stuff. So that was something else I thought was very interesting. Some of the ways they fought back against the the spread of the anti-life equation yeah. was Mr. Terrific activated these sleeper nanobots inside people that turned them into OMAX. Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll go back while we're going through this, but I was just, I'm like, damn, that's dark and intense. Okay, so I didn't realize I saw this these Omax in this panel, I thought, and I just thought it was an artistic nod yeah, to he, Kirby like, stuff again. Yeah, but. he sacrificed like 
his robot girlfriend for these Omax. Like, they, yeah, like all of a sudden these uh, corrupted people that were affected by Darkseid started turning into Omax and just started eliminating people. <laughs> oh, like, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Man, that you is cool. Measures. Yeah, there's these <laughs> blue Omax awesome. things. Like, That's intense. I didn't realize Omax was such a – I thought he was like a Kirby concept that was out in space and not – well, bro- well, his brother Eye is in space, the satellite that helps beam him his powers. Okay. <laughs> Except now the Batman's made brother Eye or whatever. It yeah, is. and then Batman did it, but you know. You've got <laughs> Darkseid being Darkseid now, giving some speeches while Wonder Woman and her Furies get out, set out to ride the 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 young hero. You know, the young, super young the team. Super young team. <laughs> just, that's, not, that's, not, that's not your favorite name. I don't. It's just so dumb. <laughs> so like, dumb. And then we don't even super know what young. they do. Like they haven't done anything. Yeah, like, one of them's called Super Bat. You don't know why. And then one of them is just like, I'm just, I have the power of money. I'm like, oh gosh. Like now at least I know where that Justice League line came from. Apparently the the school girl one that's miniature and has wings also has a sonic cry. I feel like she showed up in uh, Batman Incorporated. I, she feels I, really I think inf- she did, yes. Familiar. We've seen some of these people since since this issue, Wait, since this, the series. I just is can't it, take Is this after or before Batman Incorporated? Oh, I don't know, man. I think it's before, because yeah. it's after he comes back from mm-hmm. dead slash in time that he decides to do the Batman There's an om- like In the omnibus, though, there is a, a page that does have like Squire and Knight and a bunch of those people on it, though. Well, yeah. I, maybe little seeds are being sown. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Potentially. Uh, so you get, you get a, a final resistance heading out to battle against the Furies and all the corrupted people. Oh, that's cool. Mary Evil Marvel shows up and gets in a fight with Black Adam and Supergirl while Calabec and his tiger people are fighting. Uh, that was a good fight, too, because Black Adam's like, no, you have to kill her. And, yeah. and of course, Freddy's like, but we, I can. It's yeah. my... Freddy does the awesome maneuver of, oh, yeah, we cut back to Monitor Dude still freaking out, and he's talking to a guy in a wheelchair who I was guessing was the Monitor. Or not the um, Monitor, he was a Metron. Yeah. Because he mm-hmm. solves a Rubik's Cube, but except when he solves it, it makes a mother Dang. box sound. So, like, at some point, Metron got transferred into a human body and then no longer is, yeah. like, a slate or a prisoner to Darkseid? Wait, okay. So, so I, is he a prisoner to Darkseid when he brought Libra to him? Is that what we're getting? I don't like, think like, so. He's kind of, like, I don't think so. Here. Yeah, I don't think it's because Metron's always kind of done that. He's, like, he's like he's always been everything about for the is for the pursuit of knowledge and he doesn't care who suffers for it. Oh my god, they good need, or evil. They I need mean, him to verse Brainiac. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he's like Mr. Spock, except without the human side. Yeah. But yeah, Brainiac even better. Though I still don't know who this this third figure is in this prison room, the really hairy figure that hands that symbol that Anthro was drawing in the dirt, he hands a drawing of that symbol to the tat or to uh Nick's Yutan and the, but they never explain who this hairy guy is. Oh yeah. In the shadows. Because then after that, he just kind of disappears. Man, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he like, looks like a like mole person. <laughs> yeah, unless he's like anthro all haired out or he's something. I don't know. Forever. <laughs> uh, the Green Lanterns are making a run to Earth trying to help out how they can. Do anything. Darkseid has a worldwide speech. And that was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then the monitor dude gets his memories back and he's monitoring he he's has like, a lot of monitors and he's like i'm back time to go back yeah and he's gonna be the judge of all evil and i don't quite fully understand this but the the rubis cube this is gonna usher in the fifth world because kirby's fourth world with newt it was called the fourth world the new gods and everything and the fifth world is now apparently gonna start 
Yeah. Ugh. Uh, the, the next, <laughs> the next couple chapters uh, is, ba- is those two issues of Batman. Yeah, trying to two issues of Batman trying to escape the, the system, the lump, which is definitely a Monday, fo- a Monday feeling for me, <laughs> being the lump. I like how it's like half like highlight reel, then half like actual story. Yeah, yeah, and I love this was when I think this is when we first saw Morrison like tying together every era of Batman all into one and and shaping it up to say. As he said, that it has all happened. Even the TV show stuff is in here. Yeah. This is also another one of the most metal moments Batman could have in a thing is they're using his pain and memories to create and fuel these soldier army of, like, soldier people. And, like, the more pain and agony he experienced, like, this is what we want, raw emotional energy, more pain, more, more motivation. But then it becomes so much that these, like, clone things... Start themselves. clawing out their <laughs> eyes and killing themselves. It's like what, like bat. It's like what is it? Or is like uh. It's like can they not handle what Batman deals with? I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, he's yeah. They can't. Breakfast. They can't take it without milk. <laughs> All right, jeez. Only Bruce Wayne can handle the the stress of his life. <laughs> yeah, how does Batman process this degree of stress? Okay, just too intense. Which is a good lesson for us all, you know. You gotta like handle the stress of your life, and you're the only one that can do it. Yeah, you know, is willpower and stress is enough to make the lump who's supposed to never be able to move move? <laughs> Which get me the fuck out of here! He's <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like freaking out. He like crumbles. Then Batman goes about doing what he does best, being Batman. <laughs> and brushes himself off. It's like, all right, got some work to do. Yeah. Yeah, does it show him? Oh, yeah, it does show him getting out of the machine, I think. You get some Superman hanging out with Brainiac 5 to the thought machine. Where miracle you think machine? It, the miracle machine. You think it, and it happens. Uh, yeah. Everybody's still fighting. Freddy. Oh, and he's... Uh, Superman sees the miracle machine so then he can recreate it when he gets back to his timeline yep. because they are in 3000 right now or he is because he was there to help with all their tie-in stuff and now he wants he needs to get back so he can actually do something yeah uh, the fight keeps going on also Tawny the Tiger who apparently in this is wait her name's Tawny the Tiger this Tiger Man oh in, this, in, the, in the plaid coat Wow, that's like almost yeah. pure copyright infringement. Tony? If I, Tony? Well, well, it's Tony. I know Tony. It's it's no it, Tony. I know. <laughs> Though originally it was, it was Talkie Tony was Talkie his name. Tony? Yeah. I'm wondering. They're good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Well, they're talking about in uh, the new Shazam, like the previews were saying, like the the next, like the the newest member, the sixth member of the Shazam finally family will finally be revealed in issue seven or eight. And I was wondering who it was going to be, and I'm like, oh, now you think about it, probably be Tawny after seeing this, because I've always seen Tawny as a legit tiger that doesn't talk or stand on two legs. But after seeing this, they've also introduced this dude in Animal Kingdom in, like, one of the magic lands in the new Shazam comic. And he's like, I'm just trying to not bite people and be humans. I'm like, okay, well, if he's doing that, then that must mean he's eventually going to be part of the Shazam family. Yeah. Oh, uh, large criticism of Grant Morrison. Uh, beyond him, always seemed to have at least one gay joke in all of his books. Hopefully, it has evolved since then. Whenever he has female characters fight, he always has them like make some like 
oh, you're a slut, you're a whore. Like, you never hear men ever saying anything like that. But, like, women, whenever they're pitted against each other, they're always, that is always used when they're fighting in their dialogue. Yeah, I mean, it's weak justification, but, like, the only thing I can say is, like, well, she is kind of dark side corrupted right now. But it also (laughs) happened with, uh, like, when Rose was fighting against the uh, other, the woman in pink in the dark side club earlier on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they would also do that, too. Yeah. And you could, you know, you can always say maybe it's, like, a character thing or, like, maybe it's, like, but I just don't ever see it with the male characters when they're fighting. No. Hmm. And I wonder how much of that is also because there aren't any good, the double standard, how there aren't any good, like, male, There's not a male sexuality based, yeah. based insults. Yeah. Like, uh, even the same with the. Sounds like a great challenge to make. Yeah, to come up with a, come up with a yeah. male equivalent of sl- what you, the like term sl- yogurt dealer. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you danimal. <laughs> Getting your go-go everywhere. Uh, Tawny gets an upper hand on Calibek, and Freddy says the magic word that not only turns him back to his normal self, but it turns Mary back, who is now fully in control of her faculties please and thank but, you but also <laughs> remembers everything that she did and that pretty much messed her up it looks like oh yeah i mean so, I, never, I, she should be messed up for that haircut she had in this she so. said yeah she said she's never gonna say your magic word again well hopefully they which don't i don't pull, think she did for a while well hopefully they don't pull that in the new one i mean they'll do it to billy though at least yeah i mean there's their five six members of the corrupted people they just do the whole shazam family they're terrible i wonder if uncle marvel will be the sixth one Oh, uh, that oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about him. He was the one that didn't have any powers or anything. He just would dress in a super just a Shazam like, kind suit. Of like a joke guy. Yeah, yeah he'd yeah. pretend he was one of them. God, so good. Uh, <laughs> so the super young, super young team. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't take it seriously. They're all in the fight, kind of, or no? They're talking with Mister Miracle about painting those things on your faces. Uh, well, Black Canary is trying it's to like get an original Coachella. Yeah, all these young people paying things <laughs> on their face for good vibes only. Green Arrow's trying to fight against Black Canary and whatever. I do uh, like this checkmate thing where they're like, "All right, we got our uh, psychics here who are uh, doing things, opening their eyes fully." Yeah, and uh, you got Amade or not? You've got a uh, Ray Palmer and Cho in here. Yeah, yeah. Or they, whatever his name is, uh, Ryan Choi. Ryan Choi. Oh, oh, yeah, then you have Zatanna and like you know Magic's doing some thing. But then there's like the Oh, don't look this way, room. Is that ever explained anywhere? Who is that person? That's the... Oh, wait, that's the Nazi uh, Supergirl. Supergirl. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, cool. They're just I... like, you know, in the middle of all this... Shh, don't look. <laughs> in the middle of all this, we're also dissecting this person. But yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't know Ryan Choi was a... Uh, like, has been around for a lot longer. That Miss Martian face, though. Sorry, I didn't acknowledge what you were saying. Uh, but that Miss Martian face is like... <laughs> that artist, whoever made her face that way. Uh, yeah. It was a strong choice. Oh, jeez. Uh, you know, the fight keeps going. Oh, and then you got... Oh, Spear of Destiny, look. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait is it? No. No, that's, that's just Libra Spear. Uh, but Lex Luthor turns on Libra and <laughs> absolutely, absolutely eviscerates him. But we'll see, you know, he could come back. Oh, Lex Luthor's suit back then. I love it. It's got, like, the cushion things in his neck. <laughs> it's very interesting. Uh, Black Racer shows up. The Flashes all go do some stuff. Is they're trying to get the bullet? Yeah. Oh, or, no, there's, no, they're trying to direct the Black Racer. We got Batman confronting Darkseid and breaks his one rule and makes an exception to use a gun. I 
a once in a lifetime exception he calls it I can't tell you how much I loved that his word before he gets hit the lasers is gotcha. And gotcha, and he's got that little smug smile on his face. I feel face. like he should just sound like a little like, like a little like click after he did that. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, his little smug smile before he you know gets absolutely <laughs> destroyed. I feel like this death, uh, this picture. I don't know. How, it's so, it's something. I don't know. I feel like it's <laughs> not gory enough or something. It just seems like, I don't know. Like he's playing laser tag and he got caught. Yeah. That is what it looks like. Meanwhile, it's Omega sanctioned. Uh, Superman makes it back and he is blowing things up because he is mad. Showed up, showed up at the perfect time at the very end because not because like you know everything's getting corrupted and Darkseid took over the planet, but Batman died. He's old Batman. He's like, I'm sorry, but sad. Uh, I want to sing like a single manly tear or something, or like see him like when he discovers him. That would be cool. That would be cool. That was, so it's like epilogue stuff, basically. You've got <laughs> it's like the epilogue. Like so much happens. There's so much happens. With the epilogue. I know. Roman's it's like a down, whole Roman's other, down like, to like a single issue. We've got I don't know a trade paperback <laughs> left of epilogue. I mean, like one that's like it's like a full scale conflict. Yeah, mine, that I, gets oh, like comet over. I can't handle the monitor stuff when it does like this building here with these weird screaming faces with light coming out of them. This is it, it's after the Super or Batman oh. dies part. I think I don't know if it's in yours. Oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah, here it is. Terrifying looking. Yeah, jeez. I can't handle this. Okay, so what? Uh, what's happening? Uh, this is when I think my brain. They're having like a funeral for Batman, like putting some stuff in a capsule. Oh, Superman confronts Darkseid. Darkseid's having a laugh. Uh, ha ha ha. He's bleeding. So he got shot in the heart. He's fine. He's standing there. He's about to have. All these people that are corrupted kill him. Darkseid pulls the gun out and is going to kill Superman. Meanwhile, the flashes, because you know they haven't done anything really, this whole issue, <laughs> this whole like event, finally show up. Just doing some cardio. Yeah, to run the bullet? No, to run the Black Racer. Oh, to run the Black Racer, that's right. Which I feel like, did Batman really do anything at this point then? Because <laughs> they, they launch the embodiment of death right at Darkseid. I feel like that's a little bit more of a yeah. Well, yeah, because the bullet apparently didn't do anything. So just yeah, a flesh wound. Uh, I love this moment where Wonder Woman's telling all these kids like, "Oh, but let me tell you about the time I met, was introduced to Frankenstein," and it cuts to her like when she's still being corrupted in the mouth of like a demon wolf, <laughs> getting like drugged <laughs> around. Uh, some of the villains team up with the heroes to fight back against Darkseid. Lex Luthor has a moment with Superman, like, don't a word. Oh, yeah, Dan Turpin comes back. So even though he got shot in the heart, he's okay, and he's no longer corrupted by Darkseid. Like, okay. I feel like he shouldn't be okay. I feel like he should be dead. Like, I mean, it sucks what happened to him, but, like, it would have made more sense tragically if he was dead. Uh, Wonder Woman breaks her little corrupt mask. She goes about. Superman sings a note into the miracle machine that does some stuff and blows it up yeah and then you've got a uh, oh yeah mandrax back yeah i mean because that was that the crisis the whole time he comes back and he's been like juicing people yeah he's back with the vampire superman and ultraman then, and then all the super people show he up he is terrifying to look at like, the artist did a really amazing job making him look absolutely like disturbing and dark and evil i feel like this is when my brain started to melt because i was like okay i guess this conflict is still a thing yeah i guess it was to be continued it's like a it's like the 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 
the hidden the, optional boss. Yeah, the optional boss. So it's like the step down from the main boss who thinks they're the main boss, mm -hmm. and then they're like the Captain America. It's like I can do this all day. It's like no, 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 just stay down. Like you're not, you're not who I'm here for. What was it like? Uh, Cottonmouth and what's her name? And uh, Luke Cage, in the uh, TV show. Oh, Cottonmouth. Mm. Uh, what's her uh, Viola Davis's character though? Oh, 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 um, Black Mariah. Yeah, Black it just Mariah. makes me think of that. We're just like, oh, I'm the boss. I said, no. They definitely had a theme going with those Netflix shows of shooting the expected yeah. villain and taking over. It was Doug Monkey was the artist on on this issue. I like this one two page spread with all the <laughs> all the Superman being led by Captain Marvel. Yeah. But some of the Superman in here, I think that's majestic from like Image Comics in the oh. early two thousands and How that. Did he get in there. Yeah, and then here's this guy. Um, I forgot his name. Apollo. From oh, Apollo, oh. Apollo and we Midnighter. Love, we love Apollo. We do. We do. That's good. And like this, this guy here with the fro. That's actually for I think Sunshine Superman from a '70s like imaginary story. Dude, where's Captain Karen? That's yeah. I actually, for. I don't see. Yeah, he should be in there. I don't see him. Hmm. Bummer. Uh, just, just a fun, fun little team up. Uh, the Monitor dude turned some people into animals. Oh, oh there's Captain, Captain Carrot. Carrot. Oh, oh yeah, and Pig right. Iron behind him. He's like, oh, you forgot that you had these animals here. Oh, yeah, and you Yankee Poodle. The whole, the whole zoo crew. The whole zoo crew. Along with all the angels, oh, like Zoriel like, and stuff. Uh, they're going to be uh, hawk people. Oh, dude, those are angels. Oh, yeah, Zoriel froze from uh, that Well, from Mor Morrison's yeah, the Yeah, that was really good. I liked that. I would love it if he came back again. Captain Carrot's hanging around. Yeah, they got the fight going. Ultraman's on fire. Fighting the shadow demons. Oh, and here's here we see Super Young Team finally doing something, and part of the battle. Super Young Team, man. <laughs> I can't wait. They should do a comic of Super Young Team. <laughs> and kill half them off in the first issue. Like, nothing against the characters or anything, but I just couldn't take them seriously. It's like when the kid like I don't puts think on you're supposed cape, to take them like, seriously. I'm gonna be here to help. I'm like, well, that's real sweet. Like, yeah, that's real sweet of you. Uh, you get you get a little nod to Mr. Miracle, Big Barda, Light Ray, and Father, to whatever his oh, name is. Oh, yeah, High Father. High Father. I'm like, oh, so is that the original Mr. Miracle? Or Scott Free? Like, were they just around? They got bodied. They got apparently. bodied again, yeah. Uh, the monitors have a little moment again before, like, the monitor that got exiled has a moment with his girlfriend monitor before he gets sent back to Earth with no memories again. So where do where do they live? Like where like if they're outside the multiverse, like in in monitorverse. I just feel like it just like goes in that whole thing where it's like just universes and universes, like a big Russian nesting joke. Like, I, I, I do they have like, monitors? I feel like it's the DC HQ is where they live. <laughs> it's like just a big metaphor. Uh, then you get so this is I guess what you would call the prologue or the epilogue or whatever of a caveman with the the new gods thing painted on his face. Yeah, this you'll see. I think this. Yeah, and I think this is Anthro. This is Anthro. The first one. Okay, as, as an old man sense. at the end of his life. Yeah, okay. Because he talks about his stories and, like, says a bunch of stuff. His mind is, like, sharp or whatever. But the fire burns forever, and then... I wonder who that guy is by the fire. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's, it's kind of a mystery. Those very advanced boots and leather pants for <laughs> and, a and, that, and that belt and that, like, yeah, weird for... uh, triangle that he's, like, kind of drawn. 
Yeah, yeah, and for some reason his shadow looks like, you know... Darth Vader. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. So then, bat ears on it. So then, yeah, we have, like, the end of the omnibus, like, you get the epilogue of some of the stuff. Like, you go back to seeing Batman fight Kraken, the Alpha Lantern that was corrupted, Superman and Wonder Woman having a talk about Bruce being gone, Nightwing. I thought the art and the issue, that's like, uh, with Superman processing the death of Batman, the death, uh, quotation marks, can't see that because I a podcast mm-hmm. uh and then like his discussion with nightwing i thought that was really great really good i loved how he got he was like getting upset at nightwing for wearing batman's costume mm. and like how they talked about like processing it differently like nightwings like he has to keep he has to be around was, batman forever yeah it was very very interesting i liked all of that uh more time in with the lump stuff like a retelling of him shooting the gun at dark side uh, nothing about when Boss Darkseid died, but uh, yeah, you got some extra stuff. You got like other viewpoints of when like come Anthro was going through the, the belt and he's recording things in his utility belt and sending it to the future for people to know. And that's that's Final Crisis. Yeah, because this whole thing led into then concurrently with Batman R.I.P. and then in the Batman what was it Bruce Wayne uh, Reborn I think. The one where he was back in time. Or their turn of Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and he was trying to move forward through his mm-hmm. own timeline to get back to the modern era. And then... Uh, Which was Dick, also Grant Morrison. And then Dick Grayson, uh, Batman, discovers in the basement a secret, and then he brings him back somehow. He's able to like, communicate through time and bring him back. It's when like him and Damien become wow. like, good friends. Yeah. And then like Professor Pig and like, you know, all that. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, how many crises... There's seven crises in the DC universe. I've heard that number before. How many? I don't, can I don't you... think they've portrayed the seventh one yet, have they? they oh, they talked about it in the Young Justice. What do you like, consider? Is because would you consider heroes in crisis, identity crisis? No, I wouldn't consider heroes in crisis an identity crisis a crisis. Okay. I would consider Final Crisis, <laughs> Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, Crisis in Time, Zero crisis Hour, in Time, oh, yeah, Zero, zero Hour. Uh, Wait, is it zero Infinite hour? Crisis wasn't that one too? Mm-hmm, crisis, yeah. Or was Crisis on? Yeah, well, Infinite Crisis. And then Crisis on Infinite Earths was its own thing, too? That was the first one, yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, anyways, where does, that, <laughs> where does this crisis rate on your list of crises, Roman? Pretty high up right. there. Um, just because I, I love Morrison and I love how weird he gets, even when a lot of times I don't understand it. I just love the the ideas of the concepts, maybe. Um, and he works in all this other DC history, and he makes it all work somehow, and... I can respect even that. moments when he doesn't make it work, it's just there, and you're like, "Oh, cool." Okay. My small Earth brain just can't would wrap around like the fifth dimensional being that he is when he tells these <laughs> things right away. Would uh, Metal be considered a crisis event now? I would consider it's, that even a crisis event now. Would you have the considered name? the negative zone and Bendis' Man of Steel event to be a crisis event? I mean, if nope. they if, <laughs> if they did it cool enough, yeah. It doesn't, if it doesn't have crisis in the name, yeah. except for zero hours. Zero asterisk except for zero hour. Uh, <laughs> I gotta say, I think I enjoyed everything outside of the main story more than the main story of Final Crisis. Really? <laughs> yeah, all the Legion of Superhero stuff was super awesome. Fighting Superboy Prime, yeah. Yeah. the the Teen Titans, Titan stuff was all very interesting. The Batman stuff was just ridiculous. Like I, <laughs> I mean, you did quote it for a few days, so I feel like that. I could you not stop it. talking about it because it was just the most ridiculous metal Batman. I've ever experienced. I love that. I, that's also my favorite 
those two issues. I love like, those. And there's like the fear in people's faces when they see that happen. I'm like, I would mess with this dude. I feel like it's like, if like normal Batman's already scary, but I feel like, oh shit, Batman off his rocker. <laughs> it's just like, it's the equivalent of like Court of Owls when Batman started losing his mind. He starts no, panicking. I, like, no, I'd I feel, be panicking I feel like if he, I saw this. But I feel like he still knows who he, uh, that's still better. That's like the main personality that's just like kind of worn down yeah. versus like full <laughs> like alternate maybe Batmite's there maybe he's not <laughs> so ridiculous uh, and, and, and better than when like when it's shown that uh, what he would have been like if, if his parents hadn't been killed and yeah. he's just such a spoiled rich empty person <laughs> character Colton where, where do you where do you land on this book uh, like you said it's just so big <laughs> It is so hard to even like properly. It's an anaconda comic. <laughs> like I just feel like I just like keep trying to swallow all of it, understand it, and it's kind of impossible. Well, we did that to ourselves though because we didn't. We took ten times the amount of content we were supposed <laughs> to read. I, I don't know. I feel like there's just some like I almost feel like I have to section off the different parts like you said like how you said like the main story versus the side or the tie-ins but i almost feel like that's even like not enough of a like refining of it because you have like these individual batman stories you have the whole uh club dark side club uh teen titans scenario you have the whole crime bible that i guess doesn't wasn't really necessary to really know what's going on uh, like kind of had, like a religious slash mystical take Tie-in. on it well, you it have was... checkmate like i feel like there's just different it's like watching like a really long-running tv show where different parts have different like i have different feelings towards them uh i personally felt like i liked the main part a lot i i do like the fourth world a lot uh i do like uh dark side as a villain because he's kind of like you could say he's like really simple because like his goals like if he sees the movement evil but i feel like his stories always do like a really the cast of characters that comes with him is really cool too and the whole idea of like what is the anti-life equation is always like a really interesting like plot device to, that kind of moves the story forward yeah, the i mean that dan turpin that dan turpin stuff though was highlight of that story that was up that, to the up to the thumbs down i was like damn like that really broke him down like whoo but yeah it's just so much but i i mean i enjoyed it i liked it I just I do I do think I like the side stuff more though. I feel like it's hard because I feel like this is definitely a book where you must either as you're reading it do extensive research or have very strong background knowledge before even going in before you can even touch it. Because it even adds a lot to the mythos of the DC universe as it goes. Yeah. But it already adds to a very complicated landscape. And it's, we already missed out on a bunch because the whole time in the beginning, the Teen Titans stuff with the Dark Side Club, they talked about there was a war mm-hmm. and the Dark Side fell and stuff. And that Django was telling me all about like the seven soldiers of something was like where that yeah. takes place. And you were saying that too with the with this this uh, Mr. Miracle was like he he had some stuff in that. Like there was a lot of like yeah. stuff. Yeah, Morrison or did a whole around set. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did a whole set of uh, miniseries under the Seven Soldiers of Victory banner, and like there was like I don't know six issues of this Mister Miracle Shiloh Norman, and then there was like six issues of uh, Shining Knight, for instance. I feel like they should have done seven, or maybe there was seven. I don't remember exactly. Maybe it was seven issues. <laughs> I feel like they might have missed it. Br- but like, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, reading this, I was like, "What war among the gods? What is that referring to?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
can't. Oh my gosh. But yeah. Uh, what, what would you recommend? I mean, I guess it depends on who the person is. What would you recommend? People read the the soft cover smaller compilation first i would say then the big one i would say the smaller compilation first because it gives you the gist of the story like the titan stuff is all referring to it and it almost feels like a prequel i mean it sets up to it but then at the end of the day like it all gets foiled and they have to start from scratch so it's like it could have been it if it didn't get thwarted it was like its own event that ended and this was like take two Hmm successfully because yeah. i feel like they kind of drug out the dark side club thing a little bit like what are we gonna actually it's like basically they were asking each other like, what are we actually gonna do something kind of mm-hmm. thing like we're just fighting kids back and forth like are we gonna start They're like in a minute and then it got all thwarted uh this yeah i would say after because i mean yeah the mandrax stuff did not feel like it was anything part of actual final crisis and i mean the superboy prime legion thing was just pure just if you want to watch the super like Superboy Prime fight Legion of Superheroes and from three different Earths. <laughs> like, that was just fun. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> what would you rate it, though? Uh, the main story. The main story? Um, I would give it... You know, I would give it, an, like, a an eight and a half. Eight and a half? Because I'm really curious because, you know, you know, Jeff has told me that when you read the original script, there's all sorts of stuff that Morrison wrote in there that the main artist for whatever reasons doesn't portray or doesn't get it across. Mm-hmm. So there's all sorts of, there's things we're not getting. And I'm really curious, you know, to read that if, if, if it had been, an, uh, I have a feeling if it would been an artist that, and I love JG Jones, but if an artist that had can interpret Morrison stuff more effectively, mm-hmm. that I'd probably give it a nine and a half or a 10. Mm. How about you? Uh, I think I'm going to give it two different scores. Two different scores. Uh, yes, the first score is for uh, the casual reader. Uh, I would almost give it a seven. Okay. And not uh, and for somebody who is more versed in the DC comic landscape and just kind of like those trippy comics uh, in general, I'd give it an 8.5 for that type of reader. I would give it a seven, though, for a casual reader because it is not user-friendly. It is not, <laughs> is not designed for people who... Uh, want to try like the like oh I heard about this cool event uh, oh I know who Darkseid is like you have to really uh, be is. unattached to concrete concepts and also like the skins that your character operate in and you have to be willing to understand a story that has different pathways that lead to a greater whole that then it kind of converges then immediately branches off in a thousand different directions again so I just think that it, you have to be able to have like that background knowledge even going in there to even like ex- like understand a lot of things because I'm happy that we even talked about it because I've got a lot out of this discussion that I would not picked up originally. So what I'm hearing is you should go watch Doctor Strange just Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One tell you to forget everything you think you know mm-hmm. and then just once you're done with that then you can read this book and just you know. And be like Rocket Raccoon and whoever that was it uh Yondu, when Yondu? like in, in Gardens Two, where they're like time warping, tripping, yeah, 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 they're tripping out, yeah. Good. Uh, I would go with a, <laughs> I would go with like a seven. I enjoyed it solid. Like I would, I like I said, I enjoyed the side stories more. I would give those like an eight. Like they were good. Seven, like the story was okay. I mean, but that's like you said, yeah. It just didn't feel very user friendly. But that's can't really blame 
right at the time because it's like you were either in or you weren't. I don't know. I don't know. It just, it was good. It was good. It wasn't like phenomenal for me. The event didn't blow my mind. The stuff that blew my mind was just Batman being unbelievably hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, though, yeah, it's good read. I'm, I'm I'm happy I got the book and I'm happy that we did it. I thank you to the Perfect Acceptable Podcast for recommending it, and I can't wait to hear their thoughts on it. But it's over now, and we have to talk about the next book we're going to read. <laughs> I don't even remember whose turn it is. I think it's mine, and I'm very conf- I have been having a tough time picking something. We were discussing maybe picking something more – what were we discussing? Picking a book that was – More female-oriented. More female-oriented. Hmm. I've been really crushing on Captain Marvel lately, so I was thinking – we could do the first volume of Kelly Sue DeConnick's run of Captain Marvel. I think that would be good. Unless you have a different suggestion for a different female character, Roman, I would definitely hear it, and then I'd pick it. It's trying to lean something towards more Marvel since we just did a DC. Yeah. But I'll take I'll take a DC. I mean, I'm I'm fine with that. I haven't I don't know your books. That'd be a good excuse to go shopping. Yeah. I'd be fine. I I've never yeah. read it, so yeah. I mean, I'm curious to read it because I mean, oh, I've been reading a lot of Captain Marvel stuff and I've already watched the movie like six times. Uh, <laughs> Is it like wine? Every time it gets a little bit better? It's better every time. Six times? Wow, I only saw it once. Yeah. yeah. Well, I accidentally bought it digital when I planned on getting it in Blu-ray. Uh, <laughs> Did it justify the double purchase? Just, so I would just keep watching it um, while I'm like cooking dinner and hanging out. So yeah, the first run of Kelly Sudeconics, like issues one through six, we'll talk about that one and you know, I had some opinions when I, because my, my first interaction with Captain Marvel was her being a big jerk in Civil War II. Oh. Like, Wow, it's not a likable character. And since then, it's changed a lot. So, yeah. She's like my wallpaper for my phone and my lock screen. So it's definitely (laughs) changed a lot. Uh, So we'll be reading that next time. So until then, uh, Infinity Gems, we'll talk to you then. If you have any questions about the upcoming book or any comments, or if you want to talk to us about this book here, you can email this book, Final Crisis, here. You can email us at infinitycontentcomics at gmail.com. So until then, we'll talk to you later. Bye. So long. Goodbye.